0: It was the best of times. It was the worst of times.
1: There was no worst of times. There was always the best of times.
0: That's called toxic positivity. And I won't have it.
1: No. No. Okay.
0: (laughs) Whenever you pretend. Well, I guess he is. He's Irish. But you sound Scottish. No. No. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Opinions That Don't Matter. I'm Katie. I'm Sean. Howdy-do. It was the best of times, and it was the worst of times. Oh. I've had good things and bad things this week. I think because I'm feeling... Da, da,
1: da, 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 out of the pit of despair. Let's go. We Let's go, go to first. the happy...
0: We go in first. Okay. Go in first. We grind our gears and then we move on. Then we move on.
1: Somebody needs to hear the song Happy from Pharrell.
0: Oh, God, I hate that
1: song. Isn't that one of the worst songs?
0: I don't, I'm don't. i sure people loved it because it was super popular, but man, I never liked that song.
1: Da, da. What, what's that from? Where... What do you mean? Wasn't it part of a movie? Like uh, a penguin dancing or something like that? Oh,
0: I have no idea. Maybe. All
1: right. What grinds your gears? Just lay it on me. Well, let's get it out. Do a shake.
0: (sighs) (sighs) Um, Roxy waking up at 6.45 in the morning barking.
1: I think she's my coach because she's getting me up early and then I'm ready to go.
0: You are not though. You you like-
1: took her out this morning. We went for a long walk. It was great. I waved to neighbors that I never see. You know, the morning neighbors, the ones that we are don't like, "Know those
0: people." They've we, are, already we done are not those people. A
1: 10K by the time you're stumbling out of the I'm driveway.
0: Not. It's funny. Our neighbors that we're friends with, I had mentioned they'd said something that I don't know what we we're talking about. And I was like, oh my God, if I'm up early enough to see that school bus drive by, it's a bad day. And so now they tease us that we're not morning people.
1: I there was like, never F- happened. Did we mention the FBI raid? No. Oh, Dun, dun, dun. But we didn't Stay really. tuned. We'll tell you at the end of the episode what happened with <laughs> the FBI.
0: Anyways, that I don't want to get into that right now because that has nothing to do with what I was going to talk about. Not even a little bit. Anyway, that grinds my gears that she's been waking up for some reason. And then she's tired all day because she doesn't... We don't go to bed early.
1: It's perfect that she's tired all day. I love it.
0: But then I'm tired all day. Mm. That's what grinds my gears. And I love you, but you're not the best at respecting the fact that I'm still asleep. Like I'm not ready to get up. Like the other morning, you decide to get up at six thirty, six forty five, or whatever the fuck, some crazy time, and then you burst into the bedroom while I'm like in full dream, and you're like, "Where are your keys?"
1: Oh well, because the porta potty guys were here and they had to clean the porta potty. I know, but
0: you know where my purse is, and at least like, hey, Katie, sorry to wake you. It was like, boom, where are the keys? And I was like on a vacation in hawaii and i'm like holy fuck this is horrible
1: i think i'm being maligned here because it didn't go down like that i opened the door i was like hey katie i need your keys no yes you were asleep so you How were did jolted I get out
0: jolted awake so roughly i, I don't know
1: but i didn't uh, i didn't come in like you know kicking down the door like the police were raiding did, the house anyways but yeah roxy's been getting up early
0: and it's killing me man you guys know this about me but if you don't you're about to learn I need a good nine hours of sleep or I'm not my best. And I'm already feeling a little burnt out. So yesterday I swear to God, I could have like breathed fire. I was so frustrated by the end of the day. Yeah. You were so nice. You made dinner and like clean. He was so helpful.
1: Took the dog out bright and early,
0: but it's just, I
1: washed her feet three times this morning.
0: I know. Well, I took her out the other time when she woke up at six 45, but I took her out. She peed and pooed. I put her back in her crate.
1: Yeah. You know, it's nice about getting up early in Texas. Nothing. No, Zero. no, it's great. Because we've been in the middle of a, a heat wave. Well, and not anymore.
0: It's been cold for a little, well, not cold, but it's been cool for you know, like a week. By midday,
1: it's in the nineties. But if yeah. you get up, you know, at five o'clock in the morning with a barking dog, you go outside and it's just, it's beautiful weather <laughs> mm-hmm. for about 30 minutes and then the sun gets you. Well,
0: it's but, just humid because yeah. the rain, it's been raining, which I'm loving. But yeah, so that's been grinding my gears and like messing my day up. And then, yeah, I'm just like, I feel not myself. I can't function.
1: I feel good. It Roxy's got me in shape. She barks at me. I run. I, <laughs> I, if I lies. slow down, she barks more. The funny <laughs> thing
0: about you is unlike me where I feel the effects immediately, probably because I'm going at a batch. Like when you guys be, are watching this, I'm at a bachelorette party with my girlfriend, Lauren and her friends. You're going to be like sleeping max amounts.
1: I have a ton of editing to do.
0: Sean like dies. Like he'll, he'll push himself through and then you like collapse.
1: Like a marathon runner. No. Who would ever run a marathon? If there's someone out in the audience who does that, one, how do you get past the 5K mark? I know it's training, (laughs) but I don't want to train. Also,
0: people aren't our age, Sean, their knees don't hurt. You ever see those people? They're
1: like 90 years old and they're like, I ran a marathon this week. And you're like, Mm -hmm. man, I never was able to run a marathon. You're 90 doing it. You know, I
0: never wanted to run a marathon. I always thought I would do it to see that, to say I could do it. And then I realized I don't want to do it.
1: We used to have the Los Angeles marathon come through our neighborhood in Santa Monica. Oh, it was the worst. And one year I decided to go outside on the street and watch it. So I got on my bicycle and I was riding along and there was people, you weren't there that weekend. Which no. Was,
0: I Was it a work weekend or?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as I'm riding my bicycle, it was kind of the scariest thing. People were just dropping because it's at the end of the race. Cause it oh, ended yeah. in Santa Monica. It was really
0: hot that year. It was like oh my gosh, 90 people something like degrees. dragging
1: themselves on the, on the ground, you know, and like, sweat and like they, they've they fallen and people aren't even painted they're running around them and i this was kind of i, I felt like a a bit of a, a silly person People but weren't dragging
0: themselves on the ground they well, the people were passing out and they were scared and they had like these cooling stations to try to help people
1: and i was riding along <laughs> on my bicycle along the route because it's mm-hmm. the end of the day it's not like it's packed you know yeah. there's like scattered and they were
0: right by our apartment
1: but i had a popsicle in my hand and you know one you hand on the handlebar either. and i was like hey Sean never eats
0: a popsicle. This is total bullshit.
1: (laughs) But I did ride my bicycle along with a couple of them and Mm -hmm. I did cheer. I was like, you can do it. Maybe you don't look so good. You should, maybe you should sit down.
0: We would sometimes if we'd luck out because when it comes down your street, your street is on lockdown for like the whole day. You can't drive your car. I mean, for obvious reasons, right? Like people are running. So from I think 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. or it's like a lockdown. So we can't, we'd have to walk everywhere, which is fine because we were in Santa Monica. Um, But we would sometimes, luckily, it would fall on your birthday, remember? And we'd be out of town in Mammoth usually. Mm -hmm. But a couple of years, it would just happen to be like the weekend before or something. And so we'd end up having to deal with it. But yeah, marathons are interesting. It's like people who do the Ironman and there's all sorts of things that people do that I think is crazy. Yeah. Then there's
1: the ultra marathon, which is I think a hundred miles. And then there's people who do that back to back to
0: back. My girlfriend, Jamie's husband, I think probably has an unhealthy relationship with exercise because he did that thing, the back to back where he in the, I don't know how many, how many weeks or days, or I don't know when this was strewn across, but it was like a hundred and something miles that he had run. And I was like shut up that's stupid (laughs) we have things called cars and bikes
1: and you lose your toenails Mm -hmm. that's the thing like uh you know
0: do we have any long long distance runners in our audience if so write into otdmpod at gmail.com and explain to us how and most importantly why you do it
1: they put our podcast on they're running away you know
0: (laughs) these people are crazy Really gets me motivated. Um, no, it's it's just it's wild. So I admire
1: it honestly. When I see that someone's running, I'm like, boy, why do you admire like, it?
0: I'm like, ooh, that there was a lady today when I was bringing Roxy back from attempt number two at like daycare slash training, and there was she made it look really like the way that I feel that it is.
1: Yeah, there's people like myself that are like that smith song you know trudging slowly across wet sand Mm -hmm. you know (sighs) i look like i'm slogging and every time i hit she was running
0: and there was like i think a dead possum on the side of the road and i felt bad for it but so there's this huge because the birds here are huge it was a huge uh whatchamacallit that eats dead things yeah vulture Mm -hmm. and she was just running and watching it and it flew up right in front of her and i was like i'd have been like time to go home let's turn this car around
1: well yeah because You know, if you're a runner and you fall down, those vultures come and get get you pretty quick. They just follow the runners around here.
0: (laughs) No, but she was, it was early. Well, earlier in the day and it was kind of sprinkling rain out. It's been cooler. It was like 80 degrees. So
1: I always thought it was the mechanics of running that I was missing. Like I just didn't have the right coach, you know, because some people, when they run, they look like gazelles. Like it's just this fluid. It was that way when
0: I was a teenager, that's called fresh legs, cartilage. Yep.
1: Hey, Sean, what's that smell? Oh, it's just my knees burning, a little bit well, burning we, bone, you know? You're going
0: to go in to see. We have a lot of specialist appointments coming up.
1: Oh, yeah. I. You know how you know you're getting old? Mm-hmm. Uh, you start scheduling podiatrists and x-rays on your knees. I have that coming up in mm-hmm. uh, two weeks.
0: Yeah, I have to reschedule, actually. I booked our flight. We're coming to Charleston. Get ready. Get ready for us, Charleston. We're coming. But um, I have to... So I have this burst. This isn't going to do it justice, but... Look at it from the profile. My finger's pregnant. <laughs> Imagine
1: my- if your finger spread another finger. Oh my we God. We have a mutant. Oh.
0: No, it's a burst blood vessel. And I remember when it happened, we were in Santa Monica. I went to do laundry. I picked up my laundry basket. It went, Pow! and it was the first experience I'd ever had of that. And I was like, hi. And it just never went away and it's gotten bigger and it's starting to hurt. Hmm. And so saw a regular doctor and she was like, I'd stumped her, which you don't really want to stump a doctor. But she was like, because mm. I think she wanted to figure out if she could do something for me that day. And like she's like, well, couldn't vibrations, that's too dangerous. She's like mumbling to herself. We couldn't inject and pull. No, I couldn't. And then she's like, we're going to have to get you in to see a hand surgeon. And I was like, hand surgeon. And I was like, yeah, my cousin does that in Seattle. And she's like, yeah. Because um, I already tried all the stuff. I waited, I did ice, I did heat. And it didn't get better. So I made that appointment, but now it's when we're going to be in Charleston. So I'm going to call. Although the lady told me they have cancellations all the time. So I should keep calling to try to get in earlier. Um, but anyway, one happened last night and it's, it's I, still.
1: I feel for you. It looks awful. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't make you hideous, but it, it, it hurts. certainly looks. And like
0: it, it. Well, it's a bruise. You guys, it's like an instant bruise. And I feel it coming on now. Mm. I think cause it's been happening for like years. If I stop what I'm doing, I can put my hand up kind of. And like, it'll stop and it won't happen. But sometimes it just like this one just boom, mm-hmm. it just happened. I don't remember what I was doing, like nothing.
1: I know. I made a joke when I was on the phone with making my appointment for, for my uh, feet. Uh-huh. I called the podiatrist's office, you know, and said, hi, I have a referral from my doctor. And she says, oh, okay, great. Um, we'll get you in. I just got to get a you know a little bit of information. I mm-hmm. said, okay, I gave her the information and she said, so, so what's hurting, you know, or what's, or no, why, why do you need do to you see the my pipe? butthole? No, I said, well, my Sounds elbow like and she, uh, she was like, what? I said, well, my elbow is hurting. She's like,
0: <laughs>
1: podiatrist is for your feet. I was like, no, I'm just kidding. My feet hurt. You know, like, mm-hmm.
0: of course my feet hurt. That's why I'm calling you.
1: Exactly. And she goes, no, well, some people call because of fungus or toenails. I'm like, oh. no, 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 that's not me. You know?
0: No, no, no. Don't get this confused. <laughs> that,
1: yeah.
0: That's like when I felt embarrassed. Um, I went to our dermatologist in Santa Monica and I'd, I, 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 what did I, I said, oh, it's because I had just, like, I'd gotten sunburned or something. And I said, sorry, I, I'm peeling a little. And he goes, uh, Katie, I pop pimples for a living. You're peeling. That's not going to bother me. Uh-huh. And he's like, but were you wearing sunscreen? You know, he got over and got sunscreen. I was right. like, I did, but it, like, I missed a spot. And so I have this weird red strip. Anyway, they, you know, feet. They deal with feet for a living, Sean. Yeah. They're not going to be grossed out by, like toenail fungus but that's probably so not what he does
1: when you pick a or
0: is that what he does
1: a profession right so oh i'm gonna be a doctor mm-hmm. great what kind of doctor are you gonna be well i've always had a foot fetish so maybe i'll be a foot Ass doctor man. yeah
0: like seinfeld the proctologist right
1: man. that would be the last you know the bottom of <laughs> no pun intended but the bottom of my choice it wouldn't...
0: my cousin because she's a physician's assistant gave me different insight into it so she said it's all about what you find interesting And we think of it like, oh, but it's poop related or whatever. But the digestive tract is fascinating in the way that it affects your mood and it affects the rest of your body. Mm. And um, she, in particular, for a while, found bacteria growth really interesting. So she was working in a lab for a while. And then she did her circuits, like her rounds. And she worked in a pediatrician's office. And she was like, if I have to pull one more GI Joe out of a nose, I swear to God. And she's like, it's mainly managing the parents. And she was like, not right, for me, right. which is the same with me. I thought I'd want to work with kids as a therapist. And you're like, parents, sorry, no offense, parents, but y'all are the worst. I could not. I was like, nope. Um, so it's more about like the study of it that they find interesting. Hmm. Yeah,
1: fair enough. I just.
0: And then there's people who go into it just to make money and they become plastic surgeons. Not all plastic surgeons, but I was reading But it's one of the most competitive, not because it's difficult, but because it makes the most money.
1: A lot of scrilla.
0: Well, you don't have to, yeah, you don't have to deal with insurance most of the time. It's elected procedures. Right. You don't see a lot of- cashola in your pocket.
1: Plastic surgeons don't drive used cars, right?
0: No, they drive like Mercedes and brand new Tesla SUVs Mm. and shit like that. Mm. Mm -hmm. Interesting.
1: Well, we did a little bit of medical news. We did a little Mm -hmm. dog news. Yep. Um, Oh yeah,
0: Roxy, uh, just a random update- can't go. To, we tried a different daycare. Didn't even pass inspection. <laughs> I, I'd like to feel. I wish I cared more. Like, but there's nothing I can do. So I feel really helpless in this situation. So when the lady came back and she was like, "I can't pass her," and I was like, "Oh, well, because okay. You tried." That's what I said. It's okay. And then you you said,
1: "Get her, Roxy," and Roxy jumped on no, her. No, I said her. she's
0: kind of a maniac. Sometimes she goes. She plays really great. She's fine. And she's not aggressive, never shows her teeth, never nips. And she's like, but when the dogs don't want to keep playing with her, she's a bully. And she, and then they get more aggressive. They're like agitated. She doesn't read other dogs really well. And I was like, I know. That's why I told you before I sent her in there with you. But she was really nice. She's like, you can bring her back or if she gets trained, let us know. We'll, you know, and I'm like, I know she's a spaz. <laughs> like, I don't know what to say to them. I'm like, we don't have any other dogs at home. I don't really know how to mitigate this. But we found somebody who we think is going to help us. I had to we go did. there today. Yeah. And they have this huge ranch. It's huge property. And she only needs a couple. The lady thinks only a couple private sessions and she'll bring her dog. She has two dogs. One uh, will put her in her place. It'll like do this big bark and push on them. To be like no, no, and then she thinks Roxy will come. Also, that dog's like 110 pounds, so
1: yeah. Fascinating.
0: That's the uh, puppy parlance.
1: We'll let you know how it goes. We have high hopes for fingers the crossed. But dog we're dog also changing
0: the way that we engage with her. Right, right. So no more real rough play. No more letting her demand that we play with her. She goes in her crate if she because she'll bark and get crazy now. It's kind of escalated yep it's it's swirling out of control
1: (laughs) she's a teenager or something like that so yeah so it's an end of an era for me katie oh yeah what or or the beginning of a new era you know with every door that closes a new door opens and yeah and Mm -hmm. uh, hopefully uh i'll be able to find the doorknob because i'm losing my sight as you know Mm -hmm. and uh, it's everything's getting blurry Mm -hmm. so i finally admitted, not that i admit it but it's gotten bad enough that it gotten that i hate that word it's become bad <laughs> enough that i i needed to reach out for help and so
0: <laughs> blindly at this point <laughs> just feeling yeah, around
1: like, everything's blurry mm. uh but so i want to say thanks to ray uh because i well ray mentioned glasses I usa buy direct and no i buy direct oh is it i buy direct I don't know. I think, oh, yeah, it is. I buy direct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I went I, I there. knew he
0: bought from there, Raymond, because I was there with him and he did it.
1: So. Right, right. So, anyways, fantastic service, great prices, mm-hmm. and really quick turnaround. I'm excited. I think I filled out the form properly. It's a little blurry, <laughs> but I have a referral code <laughs> in, in, check. The, in the description down oh, below. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: If you need so. glasses, use our referral code. Um, yeah. It was interesting. And then yesterday, Sean hasn't received his glasses yet, by the way yesterday or was it this morning yeah because you were up early that's why it feels like yesterday sean was up really early and when i got up my alarm went off at 8 30 i come out and he turns and looks from his city and destiny has two sets of glasses over each other and i was like what happened did your glasses get here and he's like no the ones are the like because we got those cheapo negative one ones he's like those are and then the others are the blue light
1: glasses. <laughs> my blue blockers on top i was double, double or nothing styled. yeah <laughs> it worked for a little bit, but the cheap ones, when I turn my head, my peripheral gets all like stretched out. they're reading glasses. Oh yeah. my God.
0: They're oh. only for
1: the up close. Well, it's dangerous. They should put a warning on those glasses because I turned in my chair because I never really Whoa. wear them and mm-hmm. it just, it threw me for a loop. Mm. Anywho, so that's an end of an era, but I, I will be able to see things better mm-hmm. and maybe I'll be able to find my own keys, right? <laughs> so, so I'm going to hope
0: PJ, I think maybe your sister too, but PJ, I know he knows that you he recognized how many times you lost your keys.
1: Oh yeah. Oh.
0: Cause he said to me once he goes, so you let me, cause I said, Oh, I'll go get mine. He goes, so what you have like a place that you put your keys so you can always find them. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, I know. Cause <laughs> you were like, I don't know. They could be here. They could be there. And I was like, we should put a tile on your keys.
2: Yep. Like they're on. in the
0: house. And we're like, wait, no, there <laughs> <laughs> the call is coming from inside your house. I know. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out where the phone is. Mm.
1: That movie always scared me as a kid. Oh,
0: me too. Horribly. That call
1: is coming. Get out of the house. Yeah. Wait, wait, just lo- logically here. How is this is before cell phones? How is the phone call coming from in the, within the house? If you're already on the phone call calling 911. Yeah. So there's two lines or, you know, they don't, they never explain that part in the movie.
0: There's always those like suspension of disbelief, right. as they call it. Yeah. But anyway.
1: Um. Okay. So in the news, there were a bunch of things that happened this, uh, this oh, week. Yes.
0: Wrap up home talk. Um, studios coming along. We're very hopeful that things will get wrapped up here. Um, and our curtains were legitimately ripping our curtain rod out of our wall. And I think that's what pushed me over the edge last night.
1: Oh.
0: Do you know when you just feel like I'm already maxed out? And then there's like another thing on your random to-do list of shit that you don't want to have to do. That was the cherry on the top of the shit Sunday.
1: Oh. Oh. We took care of it. We took the curtains down. But at least
0: you noticed it. Sean was like, "It looks like that's 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 coming out of the wall."
1: Well, I think when prior to us buying the house, the people who prepped it for sale did a quick prep, and so they put certain things up to make it look good, but but
0: didn't do it properly. They didn't anchor
1: the curtains into the wall into anything, and I never decided to look. I just thought the curtain bar was. Well,
0: why would we look? Like, if you're going to put a curtain rod up, you don't want to just fall right off your wall.
1: Yeah. And also, we have a dog that sits on the curtains and stuff, so, you know. So maybe it's just worked its way out sway, but you would anchor you yeah, know, or put it into a stud screws or something, and, yeah,
0: like some, something. Sean, yeah, something. unfortunately,
1: they put it up with scotch tape and I never noticed that before, bubble gum, so, yeah, command tape. <laughs> what is command tape?
0: 3M tape, isn't
1: it? Yeah, but like, what is it? I
0: don't know. I tried to, how put, does it work? It's I like tried magic. to put a lot of stuff up with it, and Christmas lights work, but you know, what doesn't is, um, I tried to put. Oh, it worked on our old apartment door to hold up our wreath for Christmas. Right. But I tried it with a bigger wreath and it just fell right off. Yeah. So it's got limitations and it says it's like up to 12 pounds, bull sharp.
1: That's when you need the Gorilla Glue. You know, you put Gorilla Glue on the command tape, that stuff's not going anywhere.
0: You better I, hope that you want it to stay there forever.
1: Yeah, I like to do a mixture myself because it's just not strong enough. So I two parts... <laughs>
0: And then Tom quick passes crete. out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you know that crazy glue? Nothing. It's called crazy monkey glue. I, I gorilla glue crazy together with a little quick crete and command tape. Mm. And boy, that stuff, it can almost hold up a, a five pound wreath. Mm.
0: Yeah. Almost.
1: <laughs> on a good day with no breeze. Did you see in the news that there's a shark that they've discovered that walks around on land? You lie. Yeah. It's called a realtor. <laughs>
0: it's no. called a lawyer no just but it. there's a shark
1: they found it and it seems to i think it's evolving or something but it can stand it can walk around just like those fish that you know got out of the or like alligators you don't want to tell an amphibian that,
0: but, amphibious
1: uh, yeah well it's just a some sort of small it's not a massive shark but it it gets up on its fins mm-hmm. and it does a little dance and then it moonwalks Let's back into this. the water yeah oh katie and i were talking about the olympics And um, we were talking about when are the Olympics, where are the Olympics and what sports are going to be in the Olympics. Yes. And so we were looking on Google and there's some crazy ones that are in there, uh, new ones that are pretty interesting. But we're thinking, is it too late for us to start training to get into the Olympics?
0: And we thought, you know, again, it's the end of an era. We can't be Olympians anymore. We also can't, you know be in a professional sport
1: well whomp, whomp. it depends on but what the sp- then oh go right that ahead. was my
0: lead up you're about to steal the thunder but then sean looked up the olympic options and
1: no go right take ahead. it away no no, no i was ahead.
0: gonna push it off to you anyway
1: no it's okay go ahead which one is it
0: it's called breaking
1: that's right we are going to look into breaking. You may ask yourself, what is breaking? For someone such as myself, who's uh, in my late 40s. Ah, gosh,
0: or, yeah. ah. <laughs> Right.
1: None of the above. It's like uh, doing the helicopter and the worm and the... the Cardboard uh, is involved. Right. And so you have to be a, B, a B-boy. You mm. have to learn how to do the B-boy stance, you know? And um, yeah, so we think that there's a on-the-outside chance... <laughs> That there's no great American break dancers mm. that we could make our way in. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I could be the Canadian representative, you know, yeah. uh, play for my home country. Mm-hmm. But I can't believe break dancing is in the Olympics. <laughs> it's
0: in the Olympics.
1: <laughs> I mean, is it a sport? I guess. I you can know? spin
0: on my back. I call it the turtle. I don't know what you're supposed to call it.
1: Yeah. Is that the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle? Remember the helicopter? That's a good one.
0: Oh, <gasps> yeah. And the worm. The I know you said the worm.
1: I don't, I, <laughs> we only know three moves. <laughs> It's going to be a lot of training. And um, Mm -hmm. when I was a kid, breakdancing became really cool. I think it was like Electric Boogaloo was the name of the film. What? Or Break Breaking. Maybe that was the name of the film. And Electric Boogaloo was the name of the song. Boogaloo? Yeah. Wow. But uh, everyone had a piece of cardboard and they'd bring it to elementary school. And on your cardboard, you know, it was basically like two boxes taped together. (laughs) And everyone did like their graffiti you know, as best they could as an elementary school kid. And then you would.
0: How old are you in elementary school? Where are you from?
1: I don't know, like. like uh seven? Ten, nine.
0: Okay. You know. Yeah, I guess we'd be kindergarten go from kindergarten six, six to 11, I think. Oh, elementary for us is, uh, or for me, it was fourth and fifth.
1: Oh, no. For us, it's like uh, you start in grade one and you go to grade six. That's elementary school.
0: All the way to six? Yep. Wow.
1: Yep. And seven, eight nine, 10, I guess maybe
0: hmm. That's high school. Yeah. But our stops at five either way. Oh. Anyway.
1: Well, anyways, when I was in elementary school for mm. a period of time, people were bringing breakdancing cardboard in to school and wow. uh, yeah. And That's I, hardcore. I wasn't very good at it, but my sister really prompted me to, to, you know, to, to try it.
0: Good old Kim yep. coming in.
1: Yeah. I think I even had a pair of Adidas, you know, three stripe. Um,
0: it was pretty, pretty what are you looking up. I'm looking up elementary
1: school. Oh, for yourself.
0: Yeah. Well, North America, it says a school for the first four to six grades, usually including kindergarten, or they call it primary school because everybody calls it something different. So I was just curious, like when you were saying different years, I'm like, but all the way up to six. See, ours only went to fifth because sixth was middle school, sixth, seventh, eighth. Anyway,
1: I still don't understand how Americans name uh, their high school years. I'm a junior. I'm a sophomore. I'm a senior. I'm a. In between or what, I don't know what these, uh, you these still are. don't know. I don't really pay attention. It's so. the same.
0: You would do it in college. I'd assume it's the same as college.
1: What's a junior. Is that when you that, first start?
0: No, that's a freshman. You're fresh, freshman. Okay, Freshman. Then think of when people write albums, they talk about the sophomore effect because that would be their second year, second album. Okay. So sophomore year, junior, think of junior versus senior, which one's older. Okay. Junior is your 3rd and senior is your 4th.
1: When are you a letterman? I don't understand that.
0: That's when you letter when you become when you play a sport and yep. you're on the varsity team. Okay. You letter in that sport.
1: What letter do you get is the name of your sport like no, you H get, for hockey or
0: You get like um I forget that but uh on your jacket. So I actually just Gave my jacket to Goodwill. I had a Letterman's jacket. Sorry, Mom. I know they're expensive, but I didn't wear it anymore. What am I going to be like? Remember these good old days? <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, no offense if you still wear your Letterman's jacket. but Dave, you're 44. You got to stop wearing the jacket right? to the bar. But it has little, you get little letters. They're little gold bars kind of oh, you add to it.
1: Like a general? Get like four <laughs> stars.
0: It's a little different because it's on. So mine had a C. And on the C, you had your letters. You'd, hmm. put, you'd have like the sport had a little patch. So it'd be like a soccer ball or a softball bat and a ball, you know, and then your letters would come after it. Very cool. And you add to it as you get. I honestly didn't
1: know how that worked.
0: Oh, I've heard of it, you
1: know, in like movies about Americana things, Mm -hmm. you know, like, uh.
0: It's like, yeah. Getting like a class ring. There's all sorts of weird, like Americana things. hmm. So, yeah. And if I fuck something up, let me know. But that's from my recollection. That's how a letterman's jacket works what's next you have a lot in your little notes here and lots of even pictures
1: yeah oh a star is born i uh, i made a cocktail but oh, it wasn't really a cocktail but i not I, so
0: much a cocktail as what would you call it sean
1: well i took a uh, pb fit you know that peanut butter powder <laughs> that's supposed to, exp- to be healthy
0: you have to explain like where this came from too because people will be like Someone <laughs>
1: sent me, and I think it may have been you. There's a gal on TikTok mm-hmm. who, who is a mixologist who mm-hmm. really knows her stuff. And she, she shakes things up, you know, and, and, and makes a great drink. Well, and then- she
0: washes whiskey. And Sean likes whiskey and bourbons. And he'd been looking into it because we like essentially live in the...
1: Bourbon belt of America?
0: Yeah, that's what I call it. They call it the Bible belt, but I call it the bourbon belt. Yeah. And so I'd sent him her stuff because I was like, oh, she does a lot of stuff with the liquors that you're interested in. And so washing your whiskey means what?
1: You shake it up with other things. And I think usually something with fat. fat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then it pulls out the the particles that maybe uh, make it a little harsh. So you could take it with a a cheap bourbon, Mm -hmm. shake it up with... Olive oil. oil, I don't Mm -hmm. know, coconut oil or something. I think she
0: did olive oil when I watched. Yeah.
1: And then it imparts a slight amount of that flavor, but it also kind of smooths it out, which is really interesting to me. But So you
0: shake it up with it, and then you let it settle, and then you scoop off the oil, essentially, right? Right. You can do it with butters, too, but like melted butter, and then it kind of gets hard on top, and then you scrape it off.
1: I didn't have any of that available, so I I decided, well, what if I took peanut butter, and I didn't have any peanut butter?
0: I got us some since then, but
1: yeah. Right. So then I took the PB fit, you know, because if you're going to have booze, you want to be fit. (laughs) And so I- He uh, puts uh, it in
0: smoothies and stuff.
1: I blended the two together. I shook it up. The PB fit went to the bottom. The alcohol went to the top. I poured off a little bit and it was this very light peanut butter flavored bourbon and it was delicious. Mm. I think we should market it.
0: Mm, What do we call it? Peanut butter- PB drunk? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
1: PB, uh, peanut bourbon and jam. You know, Mm. you put a little jam around the rim of it, you know, instead of uh, salt, Mm -hmm. you know, how they or
0: sugar. Yeah. yeah,
1: Maybe just dip it like a little honey around the rim. I don't know. We can go a lot of places (laughs) with this. It's not the most compelling segment. I know. Okay. (laughs) On to my next note.
0: Anyways, Sean discovered a new. Mm -hmm.
1: I saw a very interesting article and this this was in Vice News. Ooh, Vice. The mystery of Montana's toilet man. What? A man who jumped into a vault toilet to retrieve his phone and was stuck inside for hours proved more difficult than expected to track down. Here he is. Look, he uh he's down there in the toilet and his buddy, you know so he he dropped his phone in a public toilet out in the woods.
0: Oh, what were you thinking? I don't know why in there.
1: Yeah, I would have abandoned that phone. Abandoned that phone
0: because
1: you know, dysentery uh you don't want to die of dysentery. you don't want to get that right and just for a phone i i think you have to abandon the phone and just use your phone insurance or whatever because so he took the toilet off of the I know I'm hole. like how is he
0: in the hole
1: exactly. and he went in there that's he did not care about the dukes well it's <laughs> not
0: even the dukes and the p that I mean yes that's bad but there's also stuff in there to like break that down and that cannot be good for you to get onto your body
1: I think that's the the, the least of your problems I would rather take the chemical bath than the, the I don't
0: want either of those things. I'm just saying it's like it's a two-fold bad what a dummy
1: yeah well he ended up on reddit and uh the, the photo is since been deleted, which is interesting. Hmm. It had fifty thousand upvotes, so it was very popular. But well, obviously,
0: dude, he's sitting. You in can't dukey. see the
1: guy's face here, and so they I blocked it out. I, I think he's hiding from public, but you know the internet well, will find out. It's embarrassing.
0: You it know, I—I I, I mean, I'm calling him a dummy. I don't even know him. But why? What were you thinking? I
1: don't know. That's how you get diseases. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, moving on, I came across uh, this other thing called boys named Epic Rustin and Landry. So three boys, Epic, Rustin, and Landry, Mm -hmm. battle it out in the U.S. mullet championship. Oh, look at
0: these Do they know that they're battling it out in the championship? I think so. Look at this. Oh, that guy at the first with the sunglasses, he wins.
1: Serious business. Mm -hmm. This kid's pretty cool too.
0: He's excited. He's got a mohawk. Wow. (laughs) Wow.
1: (laughs) I love it. I used to think mullets were so silly. The older I get, the sillier they get, but the more joy they bring me.
0: Well, it's, it's funny because I, oh, and guy. I never, Oh my God. Oh, wow. Oh, that's no. a
1: femullet, mullet. that girl. And the, the mullet has so many names. You have the uh, Kentucky falls, you know, I
0: don't know yeah. what any of those things I've seen enough. I've seen enough, Sean. Um, it's funny when you get older, I've seen enough. I don't need the American flag. Oh my God. Oh my God. Um, The older you get, and I didn't realize this because my mom had mentioned, I remember when bell bottoms came back in style when I was probably in like middle school or high school for just a couple of years, people got like flare pants again. And we didn't actually call them bell bottoms, called them flared, which we do again. Now they're back in again. But I remember asking my mom for them and her saying, oh my God, I used to wear those as a kid. I shouldn't have gotten rid of them because apparently they're cool again, you know? And I was like, my pants are not like your pants when you're growing up. Like I was a teenager. I was an asshole. So now as a 38 year old, which had probably been about how old my mom was when that was happening, it's happening again, but I don't have kids. So I have to deal with it, but I see it in social media. And because I guess we're more connected now. So like, I'm able to see what's like cool, quote unquote, cool with the kids. And I'm like, Oh my God, that's like nineties fashion. Like,
1: like, like Jenko jeans and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. 90s and like butterfly are alive.
0: clips. Somebody put a bunch of those. We just use these clips mainly because it was like the best that we had at the time, but they're those metal snap clips or like an oval kind of, and you put them in and you snap them to hold them. And people are using those, like they're super cool and putting like a shit ton of them in their hair. And I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> it's just weird to see fashions come back around. And bell bottoms, like flares slash bell bottoms are back also.
1: I don't mind them. I think bell bottoms are cool. I don't mind it either.
0: It's just funny because I would like, I think back to my mom saying that, me being like, and now I'm like, here we are again, Katie.
1: What's nice about fashion coming back around again Mm -hmm. is that you get to uh, relive it. So for me, if I was to go back to, you know, a certain era, like let's say the Mm seventies, I would like to have platform shoes that are about 12 inches high that were maybe acrylic that have water in the heel and maybe a goldfish swimming around you know like i want to go full max you know what i mean rather than just don't
0: live it's a fake you can't keep a goldfish in there for reals but sure
1: well anyways you know like go go all the way out. like have gold chains a shirt that's open you know like really be super fly
0: that's not that that's not cool now either it wasn't cool back then and it's not cool
1: i think it's cool (laughs) You know what I mean? Like that. That's what just you've called seen,
0: bad fashion. Like Starsky
1: and Hutch. I want to. I, I don't like mind that. like
0: platform shoes. I've thought about getting a couple. Like you know, but platforms never. As girls have never really gone out. You can get like thicker soled shoes still, but twelve inches. Good luck with that. Walking with that.
1: Right. Speaking of twelve inches, <laughs> um, Complex Magazine. You know, it's a- I
0: have no idea what that is. It's a
1: magazine. Um, That's and, what you said? Yeah. And it's <laughs> online. I don't know if there's a printed version, but it's pretty big. And they cover uh, the world of hip hop and, and uh, other such things. And they recently put out a, a, an article mm-hmm. and I was very excited because it was like the top 20 rap songs from Canada of all time. Oh. And I was like, God damn damn we're in Canada. Yeah, we're having our moment because I know as well as probably many Canadians that there's some really good Canadian hip hop acts. Um right.
0: who? Like who?
1: Maestro Fresh Wes. No idea who that Drake. Is.
0: Oh, have I guess You heard Drake of this guy? I've heard he's, of. Drake. He's pretty good. I forgot he's from Toronto. I was like racking my brains. I'm like who's from? Right. Shania Twain. No, she doesn't rap.
1: Well, I think she's rapped a couple of times in a song, no. but she's not on this list. No. So anyways, I'm going through it. And as I'm going through, I'm like, yeah, okay, that's a good song. And mm-hmm. okay, that's a good, you know, that Rush, that, that one Rush works. Rush
0: is from Canada.
1: Rush? Yeah, they they rap a lot. but Like the Rascals. Uh, Who,
0: the Rascal? Like the Rascal Flats?
1: No, that's country music.
0: I don't know these people.
1: Okay, well, anyways, I went through the whole list. Mm-hmm. And I, I was kind of offended that um, Snow was not in no. this list. So no informer. I do know that one. In Everybody
0: form. knows that. Boom, boom down. <laughs> boom boom down. Yeah.
1: Now, people <laughs> did kind of make fun of him because he had a Jamaican accent and he was from Scarborough. He's know, a white dude, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that hey. aside, hey. very, very good. And, and the also album,
0: super... Popular, informer, and didn't he have the turn around on the lyrical junk gangster?
1: No, that's that? not. No, okay, <laughs> no. no, Who is that? I don't know, but that's it's not. Like they
0: came out at the same time.
1: Oh, for sure. It's I was like, narrow. maybe it's on
0: the same album. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: But Snow isn't on this list, and I thought he, Snow has been dissed, and I, I wonder if there's anyone else out there that would be offended Hashtag by this. Hashtag
0: Snow has been
1: dissed. Well, he had so many good songs, at, like uh, "Lonely Monday Mornings." Um,
0: Well, also, I have to be honest, as as a Washingtonian that neighbored the Canadian, like a state that bordered Canada, never heard of any of those other people. But I do know who Snow is.
1: Everyone's heard of him. And the fact that they did not include him, it it just makes me angry. Canadians
0: vote on it, maybe.
1: No, I think it's uh, Americans looking into Canada and saying, we know these songs. But hmm. maybe because he, he was, uh, maybe it's cultural appropriation. I'm not sure why he has been overlooked, but.
0: It's not about, would that even matter? Because it's just music. Music is music. That's I can it. sing a song. I sang Ave Maria for years and that's not in English.
1: Hmm. Fair and I, enough. You
0: try to work on your accent so it sounds proper.
1: Oh, Snow so. has definitely worked on a Jamaican <laughs> accent, you know. Um, anyways, yeah, yeah, I, I, I really I was upset and uh yeah. but it you know, life goes on. So that well, was my twelve inches of snow story. Twelve and, uh, inches of snow. That was the name of the album. And, and oh really? I don't know if that's a sexual uh, reference or. Oh or is, maybe I don't know.
0: Also, your weather sucks, but come so it on, could it, just be.
1: <laughs> when did we hear "Kids in the Hall"? The other day was. Uh,
0: oh my god! If you haven't watched "Kids in the Hall," this is an older one. This is like season two, yeah. or something. Cabbage Head, right? Yeah, he, he's trying to hit on these women very unsuccessfully, and she's like, I don't know how the. One of the women, the women in the skit, all the, it's all dudes and kids in the hall, like five of them, right? Yeah. And they sometimes dress up as women for these skits to play women. And one of the characters as a woman was like, because he's, he's a very short guy, the cabbage head guy. And
1: he's bald, so he wears cabbage on his head.
0: Which I don't understand and why he's he really, thinks that's better.
1: He's obnoxious. Hey, ladies, yeah. how mind how?
0: if I sit here and watch you get drunk or just stupid? And they're like, what? Anyway, and somebody makes a comment and he's like, I'm striking out, you know, and she's like, well, what else, what else you got? You know,
1: what do you got in your pants there, big boy? Yeah.
0: And she (laughs) makes a gesture to like, that it's like 12 inches or whatever. And he's like, no, no. And it gets closer and her hands are almost touching. He's like, honesty is important. You can stop. It's so stupid. And he pulls up a lawn chair. He brought a lawn chair from home. Cause he's like, is this seat taken? Nope. Cause I brought my own. <laughs> he's the worst.
1: Bruce McCullough is great. Though. He's, he's really he's my funny. Favorite.
0: Bruce McCullough is my favorite. Okay. Can we get into their letters? We
1: certainly can. We certainly can. Let me pull those up for you, Katie.
0: Did you have
2: other boom, notes? Boom, boom, boom. Are we skipping oh, out on things that I've you thought were important? got notes all the time.
1: Yeah. There's that uh, vehicle that I would like to put a down payment on. I showed it to you briefly, but I didn't want to press the subject because it is a little expensive, but I think it's well worth our money. And um, we're not
0: going to do it. Spoilers.
1: Well, it's the car plane. And so it's a car.
0: First of all, neither of us has our pilot's license. So you know how much it costs to get your pilot's license?
1: No, I don't. I haven't looked into that <laughs> far I'll start using it as a but car. But he wants to
0: put a down payment on a boat.
1: The car plane. It's mm-hmm. coming. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyways, we won't get it's into it. It's not coming
0: to our house near us. It's not.
1: I feel like I'm being shut down already. But I went. Where want are we going to put The wings come out from underneath it, the tail comes out, and the thing can fly away.
0: The idea is great, but there's a there are a lot of logistics. First of all, where do we keep it? Who
1: in the people? garage. It's a car plane. The wings fold in. It's it's just like a car. Well, it looks more like a motorcycle with a shell around it, but it's a car. You drive it to your local airport. Second of so all, so they suggest. I mean, I think you just drive it into a, a street, you know, where no one's looking, and you take off from there. But
0: that's what I'm worried about with this because there's going to be so many accidents. Also, I'd love to know the safety information on said car plane. It is second an experimental
1: all, uh, aircraft. Uh, so that's how they get around some of the, you know, and which you have makes to do me s- very nervous. You have to assemble some of it at home too.
0: Second of all, we don't have a parachute for you to wear in case that thing just crumbles around you, like from Ali, is it, it Alibaba?
1: Is no, it- it's a made in America and it comes with a parachute. The second parachute <laughs> is optional.
0: Third or fourth, I guess. Uh, we don't have our pilot's license Easy and you need get. it to...
1: Easy to get. Joe said within three weeks, he'll forge my paper. I mean, he'll help me pass my test. It's not
0: how it works. You have to have so many hours and stuff. Yeah. It costs thousands and thousands of dollars, tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah, I think. I believe it's like 50 pro- grand.
1: No, I think you could probably get away with it for like 15,000. Go to Florida. Bing, bang, boom. I know a guy.
0: <laughs> Call Christy. She's like, no. No. Okay. I love. I love you, but.
1: Just saying, if there's a funny car in the driveway, <laughs> I'm, don't calling ask me where the police. I'm going with it.
0: <laughs> Watch this guy. I'll put a tracker on it. Okay, you ready? Sure. <laughs> Doesn't it sound dangerous? It's just me. You have to get your knees and your feet looked at, and you want to take to the skies?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, if you fall to the sky, the last thing you're gonna be worried about is if your knees are sore. You got bigger problems, you know.
0: I don't ah. want. It. I'm saying you already have problems. Let's not give ourselves more.
1: Oh, I think it's a solution. Where you see a problem, I see a solution.
0: No, where, where I want safety, Sean says, this sounds fun.
1: I would like to fly as the crow flies, so it's faster to get where you're going. See, you don't have to follow the roads.
0: Anyways. How are you going to land it?
1: You, you point towards the ground, and, and then at the last much- minute you pull up. <laughs> that's how you land it <laughs> I've played Mike, Microsoft Flight Simulator I know how you got to get it to the stall speed mm. and as it comes in you just kind of gently touch down
2: mm-hmm.
1: well you got to put the uh, the, the wheels down first mm-hmm. you want to make sure the wheels mm-hmm. are down mm-hmm. I know that part and then unless how- it's a water landing the wheels don't really matter
0: <laughs> and then how much distance do you need like if we were to go to our dry cleaners is their parking lot big enough for you to land it
1: no you want to be safe and you want to you want to land at a runway you don't want to be a daredevil and, and risk it in a parking lot you know
0: Mm. So it's not helpful for going anywhere other it's, than just flying around aimlessly into another airport.
1: Yeah. So like, let's say we wanted to go have But those lunch. people have
0: real aer- airplanes.
1: This thing will fly to 13,000 feet, which isn't particularly high, but it's that pretty high. That's scary to me. I know. I don't need to go to 30,000 feet. <laughs> if this thing falls, I don't want to be that high in the air, you know?
0: They're already too high.
1: I want it to crash Is and kill me. Is it more than
0: 10 feet? I'm terrified. Right.
1: But it does like 160 miles an hour and it's fuel efficient. Just- sips the fuel so if if i was Mm. let's say Mm. i surprised you said katie
0: don't surprise me put on
1: some jeans no a cool t-shirt and a scarf we're going somewhere and you're like where are we going i'm like brunch baby Mm. and then
0: i like how he lures me with brunch (laughs) where are we going i said
1: don't worry about it get in the new car and you're Mm. like new car i'm like i love that new car smell don't you and then you're like yeah okay and then we we drive away yeah okay and then we, we drive to the airport. You're like, oh, we're flying somewhere for a date. I'm like, well, sort of, you know, and then I press the button and the wings come out and mm-hmm. the tail flip goes out. I'm mm-hmm. like, we don't even have to get out. We don't have to go. How to much the- is this thing? Funny you should ask <laughs> for the low, low price of putting down a $500 down payment today.
0: But that pays for nothing.
1: It'll, well, it, when, when the thing is delivered, it's another 165,900 <laughs> or 165,500 dollars. So it's one hundred seventy thousand, which isn't bad if you think about it. Because how much is a plane, right? And this is a new plane. You're not buying some cheap old Cessna.
0: We can't afford any plane.
1: Well, okay.
0: Better get to working. Yeah, if that's what you wantin'. All right. I'm I thought s- we wanted. I'm going to
1: start an OnlyFans uh, I thought- website.
0: And- <laughs> I thought we wanted to get a home on the lake yeah. with a dock.
1: Well, if if we got this plane, we could get the 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 pontoon one no. that lands on. Okay. No.
0: Let's get into Aaron's letter.
1: Hi, Aaron. (laughs) You got my back, right? About snow and
0: the plane. Maybe about snow. I don't know. I don't know if Aaron likes snow. She, I know that she does like blue October. Okay. This is entitled bike helmet says, hello, Katie, Sean, Roxy, and the OTDM family. Hi, Aaron. I was listening to OTDM 121, and you are talking about bike helmets. And it immediately made me think of the bike accident story where I could have been seriously injured if not for my bike helmet. See? Safety first. I guess if you want to fly said weird plane thing, you should also wear a helmet.
1: I don't think a helmet's going to help if you crash. Well,
0: parachute, too,
1: and the helmet. Oh, that's true. Yeah.
0: And maybe knee pads, since your knees are already jacked up. Right. Maybe we'll wrap your feet in bubble wrap, too.
1: You know what they have? I've seen this a couple
0: the of times. Springs on your feet. Boing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's coming hot. Deploy the springs. Give you that. that What was the, the, pogo, the pogo stick? stick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a parachute and a pogo stick. Kiss your ass goodbye. <laughs>
0: oh. Okay. Sorry. What were you saying about helmets?
1: Oh, it just... There are some devices that are, I think are fantastic. Um, There's the one for when there's an avalanche, you pull the rip cord and and it, you know. Oh yeah, bubbles around you. Yeah, the inflation. And I think they have one for motorcycles too. So if you fall off the motorcycle, there's a little cord and it pulls it on your vest and again, it pops Oh, to protect you. Yeah, you get a big bubble around yourself.
0: That's cool. Bubble boy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: I would use that one on the subway in New York because I don't like people sitting next to me. As soon as someone's about to sit down next to you, you're like...
0: (laughs) Okay, so could have been seriously injured if not for her helmet. I was about 12 years old and riding my bike to the library. I was riding along and everything was great. I came to a crosswalk and I was careful, made sure it was safe to go and made it across and then crash. Next thing I knew, I flew over my handlebars and landed head first onto the pavement. Ooh, it makes my body hurt just hearing it. It turned out that when I crossed the road, I didn't hit the sloped part of the crosswalk. I hit the curb with my front wheel and went ass over tea kettle. I was not knocked out. And I remember every second of this crash. The next thing I knew, there were people there helping me. They helped me up and took off. I took off my helmet, which was completely crushed and broken from the landing. It a woman, did its job then. Yeah, right. That's what you got it there for.
1: It's your crumple zone between you, cranium zone. and the concrete.
0: But why would they have... I mean, I guess just the angle that you might hit or maybe they didn't have the ramp, but I've seen that happen in Santa Monica, even people with baby, um, baby strollers or even people in wheelchairs, sometimes they don't have the ramps. And so they'll have to like, you know, pop the wheelie and get them up onto it. And I'm like, why would you have a curb like that? That's so rough. People are walking here. They need to be able to get on the crosswalk, Sean. Okay. So took the helmet off, right? remembered every second of the crash and a woman looked at the helmet and then at me and said, thank goodness you were wearing your helmet. I don't even want to think what your head would look like if you didn't. And I agreed. They helped me up and made sure I was okay. So that's the story. Hugs, Aaron, the TATC.
1: Well, I'm uh, thankful that you were a helmet uh, person and uh, that you're okay today.
0: Yeah. Holy shmamolies, man. Thank God you had the helmet. have to always make sure we wear our helmets i don't really go bike riding anymore right now
1: oh this morning when i was walking roxy Mm -hmm. some guy i think he thinks he's lance armstrong it could have been lance armstrong because he lives around here
0: i was just gonna say doesn't he live in austin
1: what if it was (laughs) you're like that guy thinks he's lance armstrong he's like i yelled at him him to slow down
0: (laughs) because
1: he had the yellow jersey on uh mayo jaune you know Mm -hmm. it's the yellow jersey and uh, you know the buddy buddy was flying he was going really quick but shit
0: why did you tell him to slow down? Oh, because
1: there's a stop sign. And oh, there was he a, didn't. Th- well, there was a car that was, he, the car didn't stop at the stop sign and he was coming towards the st- Oh, no. Yeah. I thought there was going to be an accident. I was like, slow down. And uh, Lance Armstrong looked at me and went like this. And no, he, he didn't. He just went over, you know.
0: Oh, I jumped <laughs> into the <laughs> No,
1: no okay. I wasn't telling him to slow down because he was going too fast. I thought there was going to be it an be accident.
0: accident. Yeah. You're like, don't kill yourself. Yeah. Oh, no.
1: You fast. He was very fast. He yeah. was doing like 50 miles an hour down the hill.
0: It's possible, but not very probable. 50 miles
1: an hour. It's easy to do.
0: Maybe like 30.
1: I think humans can run 30 miles an hour, can't they? No, that's a cheetah.
0: <laughs> I always confuse Usain humans.
1: Bolt is probably that fast.
0: I don't know how fast he is. But what's yeah. the,
1: okay, Google, what's the fastest human has ever run? A human? When are you saying
0: Bolt? On the website CNBC.com, they say Jamaican sprinter Usain Bolt is still known as the fastest man alive.
1: How fast did he run?
0: Okay, Google, how fast did Usain Bolt run?
2: On the website Olympics.com, they say Usain Bolt set the current 100 meters world record at the 2009
0: IAAF World Championships, clocking an astonishing 9.58 seconds for the feat. That doesn't answer our question. I've got to look it up because now I'm very curious. Aren't you?
1: Uh, kind of. Yeah. <laughs>
0: how they're, fast it is.
1: They're just beating around the bush.
0: The same bolt run. Again, it's giving that same fucking shit.
1: Okay, Google, okay, how many miles per hour?
0: 27.33.
1: Oh, he's almost as fast as a cheetah.
0: <laughs> okay, Google, stop. Never mind. Yeah. Bolt reach a top speed of 43.99 kilometers per hour or 27.33 miles per hour.
1: Amazing. I wonder how slow I would look running next to that guy.
0: <laughs> It'd be like five miles.
1: <laughs> oh my God. The guy from I Canada feel, is really slow.
0: <laughs> I, I feel slow running against teenagers. Oh gosh. Yeah. And our dog. Right. So, okay. We have a update from Lynn. It is entitled Update. Hi, Katie, Sean, Roxy, and the OTDM community. Hi, Lynn. It's been about two months since I last wrote in, and boy, I have, oh, boy, have things been hectic. We have moved to a town about an hour away from where we used to live. I love the area, but we've been here for three weeks, and my bedroom still isn't unpacked. Uh. I'm kind of, we don't move often. But when we, when we did, I was kind of like insane about, I would like, had to get things in, unpacked like immediately.
1: You're that way when you come back from a trip, mm-hmm. the second we're in the door, you've got the suitcase open, you're organizing, you're, I'm Sean like, will always I will let it sit for like two weeks. Although I will have to say that your habits have rubbed off on me. And after a decade, you know, I, I now also unpack.
0: I know you do. Within a
1: 48 hour period. <laughs>
0: He does within the a day or two. But it's funny because almost every time when we get home, even if we go home kind of late, I'll still do it. And Sean's like, we're not going to unpack though tonight, are we? As if we have to. And I'm like, well, you don't have to.
1: I end up doing it though. He
0: does. <laughs> you do. Because <laughs> it just feels good to be like done with it. And then the next day you can do laundry or whatever. <clears throat> it's just the way that I am. But weren't you grateful when we moved? And they started delivering stuff. I put the kitchen stuff away right away, ran the dishwasher, put things away because then we had like stuff to use because we've been eating off like paper plates and plastic utensils for a little while. And it was rough. All
1: right. right. Lynn.
0: Okay, back. Love the area, but her bedroom still isn't unpacked. I bruised my foot while moving, but otherwise it's been pretty, pretty smooth process. We went to a water park for a little while, had summer camp, and went to Washington, D.C. I haven't cut up, caught up on any of the episodes that I missed since we've been so busy, so that's on the top of my to-do list. No rush, they'll be there when you're ready. I am supposed to be getting back to the gym soon. We went for an open gym a little while ago, and I'm supposed to get an evaluation soon. I miss gymnastics so much. School starts crazy early this year. We start August 11th. That's really early.
1: Yeah. What happened to getting August? Don't you just start in the beginning of September, like the third? Of the-
0: well, we had, I, the only reason I knew that schools were starting this soon as there's this woman from Mississippi that I follow on TikTok who does like recipes and stuff. I think it's called Mississippi queen. I think is her username. I love her. She's really fun and nice. And her son, she was like, Oh, Bubba's not here. Cause he usually does taste test with her. And she's like, he's in school. And I was like, what? And it was like, like the first week of August or second week of August. And I was like, WTF, when did school start so early? I always thought you started right around Labor Day. Anybody else? Okay, so they start August 11th and the day starts at 7.25. Why don't they just rob us of our childhood right away? Just take it away. Just never give it to us.
1: 7.25. I don't even know what time you're supposed to start. Or... Ours, you
0: start at 8.20. Okay, yeah, that sounds or reasonable. Or 8.15. yeah. Around there. We had that as well. And then when I did zero hour, my senior year, it started at seven 20, like that time. So you had the hour before. Crazy. That's over an hour earlier than last year. Insanity. Virtual insanity. Is he from Canada?
1: Yep. No. <laughs> He's from the UK.
0: Oh, <clears throat> I knew he wasn't from the States. So, okay. Ugh, Is
1: it because I, of the way he dressed? Is that where you're? No, just because. His sweet dance moves. Would, mm-hmm. uh, okay.
0: Ugh, I guess I'm getting up at like six now. Ugh, not sure if I've said so before, but but my parents are divorced. My father went to New Jersey and came back engaged. Say what? I find that so, so bizarre. I guess I get it, but when people get divorced or break up or whatever, it seems to be most of the time there's like one member of that old couple that like rebounds, boom. In another relationship, and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. That seems too. It's too fast. It's too fast. Don't you think?
1: I don't know how long, how long her parents. Yeah, how were long s- they've been uh, divorced? But yeah. to get
0: engaged, to go away and get engaged, mm. you would assume that Lynn would at least met this lady.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know the family <laughs> dynamics, so.
0: I'm, I know I'm making a lot of assumptions, Lynn. I'm sorry. Okay, so. Went to New Jersey, came back engaged. He proposed while he was there. And then on Friday, apparently had a procedure done, but he wouldn't tell us what procedure. I'm suspecting that he got his vasectomy reversed.
1: Dun, dun, dun. So
0: yeah, things have been a bit crazy. You could mm. say that. Keep us posted. I'm picking classes for high school today and distribution day and freshman orientation are all next week with school starting the week after. I'm so excited, but also so nervous. Hope that wasn't too long. Your teen ambassador, Lynn. It was not long, too long not at all. Not long
1: at all. Uh, distribution day is that when you pick up your <clears throat> PE clothes and your books and everything.
0: There's so much about school now that I don't know. I don't know. Cause our neighbors had to do something like that. Right. Yeah. I think so. Cause they have kids like eight or 10 or 10 and 12.
1: Who knows? Well, what I find fascinating about, classrooms, about
0: this, this old and this old,
1: <laughs> uh, is all the electronic classrooms. So yeah, if in, classes. yeah, it's amazing where the whiteboard, the, the information is transferred off of that into a file mm-hmm. when the teacher's drawing on it. And then everyone gets a copy of the lesson that way. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's really quite interesting. I don't even know why you need the student anymore. You get it. You got Google, you know, you don't really need to know anything. Just use Google in life. Right.
0: It's listening <laughs> to you.
1: See, it's always there for whenever you need Google. No,
0: no, no, stop. Um, No. I think that it makes things easier because think of how, if anybody else was this way, like if you ever missed a class and you have to like get notes from someone else or ask for the homework later, it was like never as good. And you were like, oh, and no one had like camera phones. So think of all the limitations because we had projectors. Now projectors, it's just like what it sounds. It was a light on top. a light underneath and you put these clear pieces of plastic down and that's where like if you had to do a problem in front of the class you have to do it on that or on a whiteboard or a chalkboard now nothing was worse than someone taking the projector pen and not realizing there's no plastic on there and writing on the glass and that shit sometimes would not come off and then forever you'd have this like smudged number three at the top and you'd be Mm. like
1: some of the best days in class when I was a kid I remember (laughs) walking in and you're like, Oh, I'm dreading this, whatever class it was. Let's say uh history, you know, you're like, Oh, we're going to go over some snooze fest pages in the book that you didn't really care about. But yeah. although I was a history,
0: I was going to say you love history, but yeah, anyways, but, for the sake of this, time, but you, uh-huh.
1: you'd you show up in class and in the back of the room, there's the a AV, TV. The <laughs> AV tech is putting up the projector and you're like,
0: praise Jesus. Oh,
1: Today <laughs> is I'm an easy sleep. day. Yeah. <laughs> And as we'd, soon as you heard the, because it always pick a student to, to mount or to, you know, set up set the projector. Up. Mm-hmm. Although I was part of the transition period where we had TVs and VHS.
0: See, I only had TVs and VHS, although we'd have projectors for certain random things. Yeah. But, but I would noise. always volunteer to go get the a, all the TV. And so if you had to go down to the AV room and give them like a little card thing, and then they give it to you. And then you get to roll the cart down to class.
1: Right. I love that era. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy, oh, boy.
0: It's just funny because that just sounds so old. Like yeah, it was a metal cart and you'd hear him coming down the hallway. Rrr, 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 it's always like a kid pushing it to the class.
1: I think they have AV built into every classroom now, right? Because TVs are so cheap. So. Right. It's like a hundred dollars yeah. per classroom or something. To and have they're also screen. not like
0: that, like three feet wide and, you know, three yeah. feet deep.
1: I was at Costco the other day mm-hmm. or last month and I was looking at the TVs and there was, it was like 200 inch TV. 200 inches.
0: How many feet is that?
1: Like a lot. <laughs> I was like, a 200 inch TV, where does that go in your mansion? You know? Well, were, and it was only like $600. And I was like, what? how is this possible? The future is here.
0: That's 16, almost, it's a little over 16 and a half feet.
1: Well, I, I guess I'm exaggerating. It was like 85 inches, the TV. But still, it's huge. It's massive. And I, I thought then that's when I realized I need glasses because at 85 inches and it was six K the TV. Jesus. You know, God. not even four K. And they had, they always show you like the best picture. Of course. Yeah. You know, like fish in a reef or and it looks or real. Like
0: looks like you're there.
1: Goats climbing up a mountain, you know, and the the is super saturated and it's crisp and it's sharp. And you get it home and it looks like ten eighty. You're like, what? But it's because I need glasses. See, and I was like, "Oh, it's so blurry." This 4K this TV 4K is garbage. Is so terrible, sir! It's top of the line. I said, like, well, it's not my eyes; it's your TV." You
0: know, it's not. No, never your eyes. Yeah, and yeah. That reminds me of a uh, one, a psychiatrist back in LA that I've worked with. His doctor Collins is his name. And he was such a nice guy. Anyway, his boyfriend for Christmas had given him some huge TV, and he was talking about it. And I don't know why he thought what I said was so funny. He laughed about it for everyone. Bring it up. I said, where are you going to put that five houses over? Cause it was so big. Like right. when he was explaining it and he was like, yeah. And I have to figure out where to put it. And I was like, well, you got to give it to a neighbor because it's just too big. <laughs> and, he, and I was like, you can watch through the window. And, but he was like, I guess I'm going to have to move a couch all the way to the back and then put it all like, it was so big. <laughs> I was like, who thoughtful gift. Maybe, maybe I, I think he really enjoyed football. So maybe, to watch that,
1: right? You can measure a man's love by how large of a TV he gifts someone. I guess, yeah. The bigger but, the TV, the more the
2: love. But some
0: gifts are so, like, not fully thought through. Do you know what I mean? Like logistically, a little difficult. Mm. That being one of them. Well, you know. You know, where you're like, well, what am I going to do with this? Where do I, how do I? Where does this go in my house? Right. Imagine if someone gave that to us in our apartment. Oh, I'd love it. We'd have to watch things from our office all the way through the hallway.
1: <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm a very simple it's man. Like,
0: bump, bump, blows you away
1: when i was a kid i would sit like right in front of the tv like this
0: well me too because i had a wood box tv on the floor yeah
1: and you'd have to change the channel you'd have to go up up there so you might as well just stay there in case you have to change the channel right
0: yeah commercials come on you want to watch a different cartoon
1: but now i just sit in front of this flat screen tv i get really close and i move my eyes around you know
0: roxy rolls her eyes sometimes she'll be like oh yeah so loud why pull her ears back I'm like, go get in your bed.
1: Did you know the reason why we have flat screen TVs now? Because remember, they used, to, used to not be flat. have the tube. The yeah. boob
0: tube. That's why they call it the boob tube.
1: Yeah. The no the tube. The International Space Station put out a bid, or not the actual space station, but the powers that govern it. Okay. And they said, when when we build this thing, mm-hmm. we can't have regular TVs. Because they oh, take yeah, up too much space. Mm-hmm. So we want flat screen technology. And they said, whoever develops the flat oh, screen gets TV the deal. gets the con- the space contract. So it's worth a o- buku Bucks. Who got the space contract? Um, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> but, all that and we but,
0: don't know. Well, no,
1: all the companies, Samsung, uh, sure. Sony, everyone.
0: Like a race to the finish line.
1: Right. And whoever developed it and got the contract, got the contract, but everyone else developed it. And so it was trickle yeah. down.
0: That's awesome. Thank you, Space Station.
1: Yeah, thank you, space people. You know, mm-hmm. I don't really care about space, but I care about my flat screen TV. 100%. I'm never going to watch it in space. Well,
0: maybe I will. Maybe Things are moving pretty someday quick. Someday we might, you know. You
1: know, they're trying to get to the moon by 2025. I'm
0: not going anywhere unless I can do, I dream a genie style, or Jetson style, and yeah. teleport.
1: Yeah, there's no reason to actually travel to Mars. First of all, you're going to get cooked by radiation. And
0: it takes fucking forever. I don't right? want to waste years of my life traveling to some place exactly. that has <sighs> like just a... God, Dusty are we rock. There yet?
1: You know, yeah, but
0: there better be better appetizers when we get there.
1: Just put, <laughs> I'm so fucking hungry. <laughs> Do but they
0: serve food on this plane?
1: See, this is why <laughs> space travel doesn't work. But just put on the metaverse, the helmet, and the goggles, and boom, you're you there. Take me there, right?
0: Calgon, right. take me away.
1: Yeah, you just need the camera on Mars so that we can film what it looks like, and then you go inside the the hollow. And we deck. can pretend. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well. Exactly. We just pretend. It'll be like the Matrix. You go inside the Matrix. You don't really go to Mars.
0: Mm-hmm. Fair. That's
1: the way I see it anyways. Okay. So she
0: goes. Moving on, we have an update from Ben. Ah. And it is entitled, On the Subject of Butt Calls. Oh. We're ready. Hey, Katie and Sean. After Sean's infamous butt call the other day, I was thinking about infamous butt calls where someone inadvertently called someone they didn't intend to that I have either received or done. And I'm curious what other experiences those in the community have. We all know Sean's famous one, but perhaps there are other stories you have that are interesting, or perhaps a time where you were on a Zoom call and thought you were on mute and weren't. The biggest one that I've received was from my mother, who called, I picked up, heard distant noises and hung up. I actually have a good one for you. Then called again, maybe a minute later with similar results. After the third time, I called her to tell her to stop butt calling me, and it worked. It worked the worst I've done is to accidentally call someone, but hang up before that someone picked up. I've done that. I did that to my friend Kim the other day because I have my favorites list of people. And I think I was trying to call Jared or somebody and I scrolled and her name's in the middle when I scroll. And so sometimes I hit her name and it'll try to like call her. And then I text her. I'm like, sorry. And she's like, it's okay. It happens frequently enough. She's like, whatever. Um, But I, so call and not pick up. Or, you know, before they pick up, you hang up. This has happened with Bluetooth speakers. A few times. I finally learned to keep it from happening, but it certainly led to some strange questions when I called unexpectedly, unexpectedly at six in the morning, a few times. Lastly, a quick one. Sean, isn't the first to accuse me of being Elon Musk. <gasps> mm. Dun, dun, dun. The plot thickens. Had someone email me repeatedly accusing me of such a time, some time ago. I did do a speak pipe some time ago. So you have heard my voice. So there is some proof, but
1: well, being Elon Musk, you could probably hire somebody to do a voice, you know,
0: 100% stay safe. And thanks for all you do, Ben. Thank you, Ben. Now I do have a funny story. Okay. So the back in the day when I, oh, I just shut your phone on accident. I hit the button. Um, it was my freshman year. It was my freshman year. I had a freshman year of college and I joined a sorority. If anybody doesn't know, I'm a Kappa Alpha Theta. If any of my other Thetas out there. Go hey, fly a hey, kite. Hey. You are? I am. Go fly. You're so good.
1: How do you shine that Delta shine? What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> You're part of a cult. <laughs> you 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 were forced to when i did this you're like okay
0: i'll show you well he's seen it before i actually have a cute photo of kim and i um and callie at kim's bridal shower i'll put put that on instagram for everybody on like sunday let's say just so people can see anyway so i joined a sorority and pepperdine doesn't have like houses that you live in it's not the same as other sororities but we did have like traditional events and after rush. So rush for anybody who hasn't joined a fraternity or sorority is like you go and meet people at the different sororities or fraternities. And then you find one you want to join and you like whittle it down until you, you hope that they pick you it has to be a mutual selection. So they have to want you in their sorority or fraternity and you have to want them. And so my top three, I think was, it was Theta, Theta, then it was kappa, kappa, gamma. And then Delta, it was, delta,
1: delta. Can I help you, help you, help uh, you?
0: tri Delta. No, it was DG. So oh. those are my three. And I like tri-delt's too, but anyway, they were too religious for me. So in, long story short, joined a sorority and after Rush and after I got my big sis Anissa, so you're paired with someone, it's kind of like a mentorship kind of thing and they help you with school and every, everything. Anyway, paired with her and they took all her and five other- oh uh, big sisses took their little sisses to Vegas. Now I had a fake ID at the time as most people did. And, but it wasn't good enough to like get into a lot of places, but one place you only had to be 18 and over was the strip club. Oh, now I don't like that kind of thing. And it makes me very uncomfortable. And this was dudes. It wasn't ladies. It was a dude thing. I did not. I felt super uncomfortable. And of all the things that happen, my cousin Amanda, her name starts with an A, is at the top of my phone list. And I butt dialed my Aunt Teresa <laughs> while I was at the strip club. She couldn't tell she so just sounded like music. I told her where I was later. I was like, oh, my God, I was in Vegas. And she's like... Get out. She's like, you called twice.
1: Ladies. This is what she hears on the phone.
0: I know. Hello, Katie's.
1: Ladies, uh, get <laughs> ready for the thunder down under. Oh, my God.
0: I went to that for Ashley's bachelorette. But this was totally different. I think it was like the the old the Olympic club or the Olympic room or something. I don't know. Any of my girls out there? I don't know. Anyway. So didn't enjoy it. I think Veronica and I didn't stay very long. But I butt dialed her there, and I thought that was a really funny place to butt dial, like my religious aunt at a strip right. club in Vegas when I'm like 18 years old. God's
1: a funny guy. He's it like, was this really is funny. A good one. I'm and gonna- she
0: called back too to so that it was like to tell me to stop. And so I got this voicemail like later that evening. It was like, Katie, you know, it keeps calling. And I, it always happens because because Amanda and it's always I know at that you're cup. up
1: in the club. You know, no, she wasn't judge- She wasn't judgmental on, but, at all.
0: Uh, it's not Delta Shine either. I don't know why you call it that.
1: Oh, is it Kanye West song. Oh. Um, yeah. I don't anyway, know much about so that's
0: me. my funniest. I butt dialed someone else. I've had people butt dial me, but it's mainly like you'll accidentally or so- it doesn't happen as often anymore because we don't have buttons on, you know, on our phones. It's like screens that have to be unlocked, but it's usually you just hear mumble or something and you're like, they clearly just hang up. How about you?
1: Well, most famously or most recently was Ben. So I think we'll
0: just I think that. that. I think we've got you covered. But that's a good question. And send in any of your funny butt dial stories to otdmpod at gmail.com. I would love to read them.
1: I wonder if celebrities butt dial other celebrities or, you know, because that's the ones that I want to hear, right? Yeah, oh, what happened? Uh, Brad Pitt, you know, uh, mm-hmm. butt dialed, uh, I don't know, someone else or or Joe Biden butt dialed Nancy Pelosi, you know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hello? <laughs> It was so late, it was 9 (laughs) p.m.
1: Joe, you butt dialed me. We did it, Joe.
0: We did it, Joe. Okay. We have a letter from Tom.
1: Oh, hey. What's up, buddy?
0: It is entitled Classic Attire, Hernias. I'm interested. Oil sands and shale gas. Oil sands and shale gas, and what I wear on the job. Crazy old coach and a tour of my house. We have a lot to get through. I'm excited says, Katie and Sean, <laughs> I appreciate the classic clothing in old movies too. Some that come to mind are the tuxedos in It's a Wonderful Life, oh. the classic top coats in Miracle on 34th Street, and Cary Grant's suit in North by Northwest. It's true. People just dressed so much fancier.
1: There'll never be another Cary Grant. He was such a an interesting, he was a gentleman, you know, the way mm-hmm. he dressed and-, and uh.
0: A classic gentleman. North
1: by Northwest specifically. People also almost talk British-y still. Oh, Americans? They
0: talk kind of like this. They enunciate Mm -hmm. very clearly. So interesting. (laughs) I'm from Virginia. I
2: know.
0: (laughs) Okay. That's
1: the worst Virginian accent ever.
0: (laughs) I am not so old school that I wear a cravat, and I definitely do not wear classic clothing while lifting. (laughs) I may leave on a polo shirt. If you guys don't recall, he had a letter before where he talked about this stuff. Um, I may leave on a polo shirt some days while lifting if I'm in a hurry. And when I was a field tech, I would never be allowed to wear classic clothes on the job. Oh, they probably made you dress accordingly. It was a hard hat, steel toes, and perhaps even fire retardant clothes if the job dictated. I'm a safety guy these days, so I can don a nice sweater if the weather's cold as I work in the office. But since we have a garage and a lab at our company, I don't want to take too much risk getting my classic attire ruined by coal dust and grease. Duluth trading pants and tennis shoes are the norm. Do you like Duluth pants? Because, um... My mom's boyfriend Larry loves Duluth stuff in general. He's got button-ups, underwear, pants. I think we've only bought you the underwear, but I was tempted to buy Sean like pants or a shirt because everybody seems to love them.
1: Yeah, I think they're a great company. Yeah, they do it right. They're, they they
0: that's consider like quality.
1: Yeah, some of the things like um, no one wants to see butt crack, you know. Yeah. So they and make no- the little tail on the shirt longer. I mm-hmm. think that's smart, you know. They-
0: and they have women's tank tops are like called no tug. Because we tend to like pull things up. Oh, sli- yeah. It doesn't slide around, I guess. There you go. I haven't purchased any of the items for the, but I'd love to hear people's stories if they have and what they think. Speaking of oil and gas, the oil shales, am I saying that right? Shale? Yeah. The oil shales that Sean mentioned are different than the shale plays we have here in Appalachia. Oh. Oil shales have to be surface mined. That process is controversial. Let me know if you want information on that.
1: Absolutely. I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> we, we would love to learn more. I'm honest about this. I, But yeah, I'd like to know more because I find it fascinating and I would assume it's controversial because you're strip mining. You're, yeah. you know, you're just digging a hole.
0: I just like I so. do on
1: this podcast every day. But, uh, <laughs> ch- ch- yeah. ch-
0: ch- it's okay. You do great. It's
1: probably not environmentally clean.
0: Yeah. I'd assume it gets into what they always worry about. Is it getting into groundwater? Right.
1: Yeah. Or you know, you're just strip mining, so you're just destroying an ecosystem. You're not Mm. digging underneath it.
0: Oh, god. But the deer,
1: the deer know what's going on, you know. But if you're doing it under the ground, the deer have no idea because they don't, they don't go under there. But if they're walking along, and all of a sudden there's a hole in the forest Mm. because you rip the trees down, and Mm. I don't know whatever you do in strip mining. That's what I'm thinking is happening here.
0: (laughs) Okay, we'd love in in summation, we would love to learn more. (laughs) Sorry to hear that Sean is worried he may have a hernia. I actually have a weak a weak spot in my lower abdomen, but nothing has ruptured through it. Get it checked out, buddy. Maybe a little embarrassing, but you got to make sure you stay healthy. Hell, Katie even mentioned something a while back about um, bearing her bottom for a checkup, so you can do it. Thank we, you. We can
1: do it. Yeah, I what I've uh, started doing is I I take a a baby carrot and I stick it in my belly <laughs> button. I wrap tape around my body and it holds it in place. So it's
0: he did get it looked at. And I what turned did she, my Audi into a mini.
1: An she said not to worry about it, but, um, and it, it really hasn't gotten worse or, or better. In fact, I think it's gotten better. I think now that I'm aware of it, I hold my abdomen, yeah, you know, a little straighter and I'm not just straining it and like, you know, letting
0: it all hang out.
1: Yeah. Cause if you let it all hang out, more <laughs> comes out.
0: <laughs> Is it, for anybody wondering? It's like about the, like half of my top of my pinky. That's even the protuberance we're discussing. Right. <laughs> that's why I didn't notice it. And it's right by your belly button. So yeah. Thank God Kim was here. And she was like, that looks like a hernia. And you're like, no, it doesn't. (laughs) I was
1: mortified. Uh, My knees, my ankles, my big toes, my hernia, my eyes, my hair, just (laughs) not the same man as when you met me, Katie.
0: I'm not the same lady either. So it's okay. (laughs) We'll do it together. (laughs) i'm open to telling stories on my crazy old couch or coach sorry crazy old coach that i mentioned but you may have to have me on the program for that we would Uh gladly do so perhaps i could do an audio recording on my iphone but i have a really deep voice and i'm not sure how well it would actually go through attached is a video tour showing some of my antique furniture Ooh. If I did the trains, it would take too long of a video to attach. So why don't I show those around the holidays? Sounds great. Let me know if the audio would sound okay on the podcast. Tom. Thanks, Tom.
1: Yeah, if you send in an audio recording on your phone.
2: Frigile. I just want to show you some of my antiques here. That leg lamp was a prototype for the movie A Christmas Story. It was a retirement gift to my late grandfather. And when he was moved to a nursing home, it was given to me, and I'm glad to have it, and I leave it up year-round. Oh, beautiful. Here's a Howard Miller grandfather clock that belonged to that same grandfather. It has his name and my grandma's name stamped on the inside, and the reason they got the clock is because I made them grandparents.
0: Oh, cool. um,
2: and here we have an antique china closet. An antique buffet table. Drink a bourbon for anyone? Yes, please. Back here in my bedroom, we have a couple marble top dressers. This one here being the larger of the two. And this one here was used by the grandfather that I mentioned in it's the previous room. beautiful furniture. Show. Yeah. Thank you all for having me today. Here, my dog Whitey would like to say hello to Roxy and Whitey wish everybody like a, goat. a good day.
0: That's so cool. Thank you for sending that in, Tom. Tom, um, your
1: furniture is beautiful.
0: Beautiful. And also I could, my mom, I could just hear her going crazy over all that stuff. My mom they, loves antique furniture. They too. just don't
1: make it like this anymore. The, 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 the detail, the work. Yeah. Probably just takes too much time to do it. Now you have, you know, you, you get a, a little Allen key and a box full of things that, you know, particle board, but that's not what that is. That's beautiful furniture. And yeah. I'm, not that I'm envious, but I, I think that's wonderful that you have it. And, uh, yeah. I would like a big statement piece. Like, you know what I like when you go into a bar mm-hmm. and the bar has a big, beautiful, old,
0: you know. Yes. Remember the, the, uh,
1: the saloon in bar Laguna Chloe. Beach? Oh. oh yeah. That one too. That one too. Yeah. and this, mm-hmm. there's something about it w- when you see craftsmanship, you know, the the tooling or not the tooling, but the, the detail. Yeah. Uh, I just, I've. I think, I think it's fantastic. It's just yeah, it's like when things of used to be
0: hand carved. I mean, you can find things like that now. They're just really, really expensive and understandably so. Right. It's like a, a craft and it's beautiful. But my mom, those like marble top, I, she would love all that stuff. Yeah. And she has a lot of those things. I don't know if you realized, my mom, I don't know if she still has, I think she does the buffet like yeah. he has. She has one of those And
1: the China hutch,
0: mm-hmm. but he called it something different cabinet. Yeah. A
1: curio cabinet? No.
0: No, my mom calls it that, but Tommy called it something different, but Mm -hmm. very similar. Anyway, my mom loves stuff like that and she has a lot of antique furniture and she loves to go antiquing, which is why she would love Fredericksburg. I was like, mom, we should go.
1: It's just funny. The older I get, the more I'm appreciating, not that I didn't appreciate things when I was younger, but uh, like Victorian era Mm -hmm. and Elizabethan era, Mm -hmm. those, you look at that stuff and you're just like, my goodness, what a... Not okay. So it wasn't a refined era by any means. Very rough and tumble. People, you know, were were. There, there was poverty. There was, you know, a lot of a lot of issues in society, but the people who were living, you know, really living, they had beautiful things. And, yeah. and we always think of it as like a oh, they didn't have much, you know, or living by a oil lamp mm-hmm. sort of deal. But
0: but the things they had were like beautifully well made.
1: Yeah, extremely yeah. well made. Not a bunch of plastic. You know, stuff that ends up in the dump. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it's quality.
1: Yeah.
0: Very cool. Yeah. So please feel free to show us more. We would love to see it. I'm into it. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay. We have a letter from Ben.
1: Also, the grandfather clock, like signature timepieces like I that. Are, and to it's have amazing. their name
0: stamped on the inside. Yeah. so cool. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, my grandma has a clock uh, that would always chime at her house. I don't know if you remember. It was on the wall. And it's like an old, it like bubbles out. Yeah. It's beautiful too.
1: My grandmother had a really crazy cuckoo clock.
0: Oh, very. What happened to it?
1: I'm not sure where it ended Probably one of my aunts has it, but it was beautiful and it it, it was weighted,
0: uh-huh. you know,
1: and so it was, I, I would assume fairly accurate, but it was beautiful, like very yeah. ornate and the birds would come out I think and my sing mom's
0: it. dad had a cuckoo clock. It wasn't running at the time, but the little weights looked like pine cones.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. like that. Very cool. Yeah. I, I find timepieces fascinating, especially yeah. like watches.
0: My and- mom gave us those two that are really cool mm-hmm. looking.
1: Yeah, one is like Bavarian. Looking. I know we haven't
0: got it going.
1: No. It chimes. We know how to do it. We I mean,
0: have to take it in.
1: Right, all right. You gotta wind it and
0: you gotta take it in.
1: Yeah, I'm not gonna be able to figure it out. My
0: brother had accidentally broke it and it's just, you have to take it in.
1: When you think about the uh the knowledge that goes into creating a timepiece, mm-hmm. I couldn't do that. I can hardly build a sundial, which is a stick in the ground, <laughs> you know. Uh
0: I loved I used to love to watch I used to go to this uh Clock repairman or... Okay. I don't What do they call them? Do they have a name?
1: A clockier? No. I don't know. A watchier?
0: I don't know. The watch shop anyway. A time Maybe. Uh, anyway, there was a guy, uh, it, him and his... It was him and his son, because I think it was like a family business, but they owned... I think it's just called the clock shop on Montana. And it was on Montana and Santa Monica. And I would go there to get different things fixed. Like whether it was... I, I had this old... <laughs> I probably, I, I've kept it because I love it, but it's an old watch I got when I went to Disneyland when I was six years old and it doesn't have any water in it anymore, but the little mermaid swims in it. Oh, and I'll show it to you. It's like a bubble top and it's blue, a blue plasticky type Very of fancy band.
1: piece. Sounds like a Rolex.
0: Um, but anyway, I'd gotten that fixed and made sure it was in working order. And I had a couple other things. Oh, my old mini mouse watch I got when I was a kid. I got that fixed too. And I had to get a new band because the band was like corroded. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it was, I think it was my mom had brought me stuff or something when she'd moved. And so I'd gotten stuff slowly fixed there and gotten our stuff fixed. And I loved, I used to love to sit there and watch him like fiddle with the inner workings of a clock, like fixing stuff for people. And he had all these different little tools too. And like the way he like pop things out and I'd be like, oh, but he'd just snap them back in like, oh, that needed to come out. There's the problem.
1: Yeah. And I never understand, like, they talk about the jewel that, no, is it the jewel? Whatever, whatever mm-hmm. makes the crystal that makes it work. Oh, I don't know. And yeah. And, uh, you know, how many movements it has, things like this. Like, I would like to know more, you know, in the world of watches, but I, I don't really know. Well, and much.
0: my friend Kim had said that, and I could be wrong, but she has, she got a Rolex. Yeah. As a kid, like, when she was like, let's say 18 or 20 or something. Nice gift. Yeah. And it was because she, graduated like valedictorian or something it was like a gift her parents got her she's she's spoiled she would admit that she's spoiled so they gave her that watch and she never took it off because she said that it needed you have to keep it on to keep it on time
1: oh is it kinetic
0: mm, i don't no. know what does that mean
1: oh i i don't know some of the uh, some watches feed off energy
0: maybe that was but
1: it I, I don't think rolex makes one like that but i always wanted like an oyster face or a you know a one of these nice Rolex. I, I, I don't thought. really
0: wear watches very much. I had an Apple watch that I've been given because I'm considering doing a brand deal with this company and I'm supposed to like track my sleep and my exercise and I've already, am not wearing it again. I just don't, although you got me a really cool watch. I wore that for a while.
1: Oh yeah, but, I did. I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: It was when, I don't know if the brand even still exists, but, uh, what's her name? Gwen Stefani launched, lamb love angel music baby l-a-m-b oh is and that, it what that I meant. brand oh. yeah that was the and that was the, her brand and she made it's a really cool watch and remember that girl that got us really sick in mammoth at one time the service at the sushi bar on new year's eve i'll never forget her she had a gold version of that remember and we, i was like oh yeah i've had that watch too
1: we should have known though and and i think sean nichols and i both knew immediately because sean looked at me as was like
0: Yes, yeah, because we sick. went out
1: for sushi and she was coughing and I was like, oh, it's a bad combo.
0: And you we know? got super sick.
1: Yeah. Raw fish and your servers cough. But you didn't want to be mean. It's New Year's. We're all jovial. We're like, no, don't worry about it. It's OK.
0: Well, I think she oh. even said I'm almost over it. You know, blah, blah, blah. Homegrown. I'm almost
1: not contagious. You I know,
0: still contagious. OK, we have another letter from Ben.
1: Oh, hey, Ben.
0: Yay. It's entitled different types of keyboards.
1: Oh, yes. Mm.
0: Hey, Katie and Sean, in episode 121, you mentioned the use of a Dvorak keyboard. This is not the standard one that most people use, which is a QWERTY, Q-W-E-R-T-Y keyboard for the top left six letters. Dvorak is named after its creator, August Dvorak. There's a lot of history to this, and I thought that you might find it interesting. I already do. When typewriters were first created, they had a tendency to jam if two characters were typed right next oh,
1: to each other yeah, at the I same time. I know because- The little I, legs would come up and- Yep.
0: Yeah, and they'd go- <clears throat> And
1: then you'd have to push it back down.
0: Yep. Yeah, or hit the reset where they all pop back up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Typewriters are awesome too. I love mechanical things like that. Going back to like the watches, mm-hmm. a typewriter, what an amazing, amazing tool that you would fuck around on as a kid. Totally would. I had you no know, idea how- Sometimes you'd find one that had uh, uh, the eraser, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Oh my god!" And it wouldn't that was just a be a fancy
0: one, though, because you traditionally you have to like pull it out and erase and like scroll it up then scroll right. Back, you
1: hit it. the the backward key, and the it would it would hit with the tape, and it would take the ink off. You're like, "Oh wow, wow. that was magic!" Magic. I love typewriters.
0: It's funny um, because when I was going away to college and applying for colleges, we didn't have like things weren't as far along technologically as they are now. So schools would, either you could print out the application or you could request one and they would mail it to you.
2: Mm.
0: But you'd have to fill it out by hand because there was no way to like fill it out online. That didn't exist yet. It was close, but we weren't there. And so my mom's friend, Pearl, was so nice. I wrote down all the answers for her and she typed them all up for me very nice and a typewriter so they were all cleanly written
1: when i was younger i thought i was going to be an author for like a very brief period of time mm-hmm. i was probably like 12 or something and i remember i think my grandparents had a typewriter in the basement mm-hmm. and i spent probably a week and a half writing my novel
0: how did what was it called how did it go
1: i don't remember it was great though <laughs> uh, but i was, <laughs> it was watching a new a lot york of Ma- times
0: bestseller
1: <laughs> well i was I was uh, really enamored with detectives, mm. uh, you know, detective you stories. And me both. Mickey Spillane sort of deal, mm. gumshoe, uh, mm. and film noir. I, you know, I don't know who
0: Mickey Spillane is, but I Mickey know who. Mickey Spillane? Or Spillane.
1: Yeah. And then, of course, the great Magnum P.I. So mm. I think it was somewhere like it was like a Magnum P.I. sort of novel that so I was. It
0: like more like Perry Mason. Yeah. Well. yeah. It was
1: kind of similar to that too, you know. But I, I was writing away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> for like a week and a half and then my
1: parents came to get me and i i think i left my manuscript you know oh no well i wish
0: we could have it that'd be fun to read yeah. you know what i mean
1: and then dave gets in his ferrari and drives you know it,
0: i would love it yeah and i'm sure there's tons of misspellings and funny things about being a kid like for sure. your perspective for sure that would be the really case
1: fun. of the missing ice cream
0: that's yeah. why i wonder my mom says she gave me all of my stuff but i don't think i have all my journals and like diaries from being a kid and it'd be really funny So I might, next time we go home to Washington, I'll have to dig around and see if I can find them. Okay. Back to the history of typewriters. When typewriters were, okay. So the two, they had a tendency to jam if two characters were typed right next to each other at the same time. For example, if T and H were placed next to each other, the typewriter could get jammed. The layout is designed to be quick, but not have any keys right next to each other that will be pressed at the same time. There were a few of these, but not many. Dvorak was created about 50 years later in 1936. It is a more ergonomic and slightly faster way to type, but isn't significantly faster. It makes it easier to type by alternating hands, moves rarely typed characters to the harder to reach spots, and not typing commonly typed pairs of letters with the same finger. Oh, that makes sense. Hmm. I didn't even think about all the things that went into making it easy for me to go. And no, that's why X is like down in the middle next to B. And V, they're not as commonly used, I think. Okay. There are options to change the layout of the keyboard to this in most modern operating systems. Although, obviously, the letters on the keyboard still say the same. So, no finger typing.
1: Hmm.
0: Beep, 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 beep.
1: Yeah, I type like a police officer.
0: You don't either. I,
1: I'm like this. Pretty much. I I use, like, two on one hand, three on the other. Like, I, I don't use the whole. I'm not a pianist like a, a, p- you know. <laughs> a typist no I, I i first realized that though watching barney miller as a kid mm. uh, reruns of it of course mm-hmm. but um i like a police officer i'm, I'm you know like fish i thought Detective you, fish you know. i thought
0: you used i don't know I, I took mavis beacon as a kid so i mm. think i use most of the appropriate fingers
1: i'm self-taught and uh, by playing um video games text-based video games mm-hmm. as a kid or no I guess they're not video games, text-based games uh-huh. uh, on the computer. And so, yeah, I just, I learned how to type myself and I never really learned like the home key setup where your fingers go.
0: Oh yeah. But that's why they have the button, the little nubs.
1: Yeah. But I'm, I'm pretty darn fast mm-hmm. just because as a kid to play a game that's text-based. You'd have
0: to be quick. Yeah, and we've been doing know, it for how long? So it's like you get really good at how nature, you do it. nature, baby. Yep. Okay. Personally, it isn't something that I would switch to now, but I would like to have learned it when I first started typing. Kind of funny how such standards stick around for a while. And as for the handwriting question, sadly, I have no knowledge, but hopefully someone out there can answer it. That's all from Ben. Thank you, Ben.
1: Thank you. I forget what we talked about with handwriting.
0: About uh, what it says about you and like what you can, you know, um, why we do like the A's a certain way. Remember, I think we just talked about handwriting all together.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well. We we
0: even forget what we've said.
1: I know. I talk so much gibberish.
0: Jibba jabba. Do we have time for one more letter or how are we doing?
1: We have time for one more letter and then we got to get, get going.
0: Okay. Christoph is still saying that you're fishing. It's a fishing. So I report this message. He's gone fishing. What if I just say he's good? He's, he's in the clear. Give him, whitelist him. Okay. Anyways, we have a letter from our minister of rock and roll and history. It's from Christoph. All hail Christoph! And it's entitled Pictures from Lake Balatone. I might be saying that wrong. Favorite foods and more. I'm excited. It says, hey, Katie, Sean Roxy and the whole lovely OTDM community. As I promised Katie on our Patreon hangout, here are some pictures of Lake Balatone from the summer. We went to this lake already when our daughter was little, just to the other end. And the lake is really large, one of the largest in Europe. And it has the best sunsets, great water, and Hungarian food is amazing anyways. It, I looked it up. It looks beautiful.
1: Hungarian food?
0: No, I've had Hungarian food and it's amazing. And look how cute.
1: Oh, Sean oh, yeah. needs his glasses. Oh, lovely. I like it.
0: Isn't that cute? I can
1: just picture myself hanging out on the patio there. and just. I know. Watching time go Ugh,
0: by. Europe. Look how pretty. I'm trying has to zoom in on all of them. Nice <laughs> fingers. Beautiful. Yeah. And then there's last one.
1: <laughs> oh, it is a big lake. Isn't
0: it beautiful? Yeah. yeah.
1: Europeans just have, I don't know, I, I love it.
0: I mean, we ha- we all have good stuff. It's just, it's beautiful. Thank you, Christoph. For the synagogues. grass is always greener. Well, it's just, we miss traveling. Let's just call no, it what No, in Europe, the grass is
1: greener. Mm. For, I don't know what they it is. They have more is. rain.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which leads to the question of favorite foods that came up in episode 122. Really a tough question, but I guess I'll start with my favorite fruit, apricots. Fresh from the tree, they are actually the best. And as in Austria, we love our sweets. We make dumplings filled with apricots. That sounds delicious. Delicious, but actually best only for a short time from mid-July. That's like berries, If you want to pick berries off of a bush and get like have the real flavor, it's a short window of time. We're in it right now. It's usually like, I don't know, early July through August. I think they are my absolute favorite food, but of course there is more. Like Hungarian food, they have so many great dishes, especially chicken with a cheese sauce, something to die for. But it is probably easier for me to state that what I don't like that. Yeah, I am the same. I like a lot of foods. I'm not a big fish eater just a few times a year. And I certainly don't like Japanese food. I tried it several times. Never liked it. But hey, at least I tried. Yeah, you can't knock it till you try it, right? Yeah, then he you probably can...
1: pronounces Izayaki as Izayaki. Izayaki.
0: It's a Izayaki. And though I love the med- Mediterranean cuisine, I can live very well without olives. You and me both. I don't mind them. I love them in a dirty martini. And I like Castello Vitrano olives, but I'm pretty particular. I don't like a lot of them. And the salt, it just gets to be too much.
1: But they have magical properties. Mm-hmm. O- what is it? Oleic, oleic acid? I
0: don't know. It's supposed to be really good for you. Yeah. So I tried to eat them, but I could go without them. But a great... Greek tzatziki with some grilled meat is awesome. Agreed 100%.
1: Tzatziki is so easy to make Mm -hmm. and you can do it your own way, but all you need is
0: tell the people.
1: Tell all the people what?
0: How you make it. Sean makes tzatziki. So, funny fact my mom hates cucumbers, hates them. We'll pick them out of everything, but she loves Sean's tzatziki and it has cucumber in it, which she's fine with. It's not that she's like, she just doesn't like the flavor of it, but she doesn't taste it in that. So she's like, this is delicious.
1: Yeah, cucumbers and garlic. Mm-hmm. So you mash up the garlic.
0: And you finally, finally dice the cucumber.
1: Yeah, for your mom, we definitely finally dice it. Mm-hmm. But, you you know, just little you squares. Can leave you can yeah. chunks
0: if you don't mind.
1: And, and uh, just a peasant chop, you know?
0: Like four <laughs> cloves of garlic. We like lots of garlic in yep. our house.
1: And then sometimes dill. If you want some dill mm-hmm. in there, you can even go with cilantro and mix mix it up a little bit. And it's a lot- best to
0: get a thick yogurt first.
1: Yeah, faget uh mm-hmm. is a is a good one to go with that way you don't have to strain it yeah know, otherwise cause... you have
0: to strain it through cheesecloth that's just a pain in the patookas
1: yeah uh, there you go pain in the patookas but it's good and the nice part about uh making your own tzatziki mm-hmm. is that it lasts forever it's so strange it'll i think the garlic and the cucumber just make it the yeah it dairy doesn't product
0: it doesn't like you know dairy can like go bad in a week or 10 days or something. it lasts for weeks
1: oh yeah it's fantastic
0: delicious anything yeah. else you put in it salt pepper
1: yeah, I, I I shy away from putting salt and pepper in there. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. There you have it, folks. Okay. Sean, you asked what amp I am playing. It is a Vox. I am a total Vox fanboy. Probably because some of my favorite guitarists play them. We just watched a documentary about what was his name? Rob Robin? No. The guy who played with Ozzy when he did his solo album.
1: Oh, Randy Rhodes.
0: Randy. I was close. Robin.
1: Randy Bobandy.
0: Randy Bobandy. Randy It's So sad how he died. It was crazy. Because when Sean's like, oh, yeah, he passed away when he was young. I was like, oh, my God, did he overdose? And he's like, no. And then I had to look it up. And I was like. In a stupid plane crash. I shouldn't even been in that plane. What yeah. were they doing? No,
1: total virtuoso. Mm-hmm. and
0: He didn't even want to go. He's afraid of flying. And his friends were like, just try it. Our buddy's just taking us up. And they came up and came down. Fine. They got off. They were the
1: around, buzzing that building.
0: And they hit it and they died. It was horrible. Yeah. But super talented guitarist. Oh, my
1: God. He's written some of the most memorable music in such a short period of time. I also
0: love this. Mom was a teacher. It's ha- kind of cute.
1: Yeah. Had he have lived,
0: mm-hmm.
1: got, you know, that's always... A shame when someone is someone passes away young because you never know what's possible but especially when someone who's young who passed away who already has shown a ton of brilliance mm-hmm. you know like hendrix at a young age or mm-hmm. randy rhodes at a super young age but the music like everyone knows ozzy Osbourne, you know yeah tremendous songs
0: but all those songs that you remember probably from ozzy were created dun, 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 dun. Yeah. with him and randy rhodes yeah it's really crazy. Anyway, I highly recommend if you're interested to watch that documentary. Okay. Especially, so his favorite guitarist play the Vox, right? Especially Rory Gallagher.
1: Oh, you're a Rory Gallagher fan? And awesome. not to forget
0: Brian May from Queen. Hmm. The Marshall in the picture was from the guitarist of the opener band. So not mine. And I never got the sound I really liked from a Marshall. But I also don't... Um, Don't get along with Fender amps, though their guitars are great. Just this weekend, I played a Fender acoustic, and our singer was having a great summer party at their weekend home outside Vienna, and I got to play on her guitar.
1: Nice. Very cool. Very cool. Fender just brought out, uh, well, not just, maybe two years ago, uh, the Fender Acoustastonic, or I don't know, Mm -hmm. but it's an acoustic electric, which you'd think, oh, yeah, there's a lot of acoustic electrics, but no, it's like a- I don't know
0: anything about guitar. So even when you say that, I'm like, oh, really? It's
1: like a new- Type of guitar Hybrid they, Yeah And I haven't played one yet I'm curious what other people think mm-hmm. If anyone out there is playing I don't even know if I'm saying it right Acoustasonic or something Okay uh, but Correct us if we're wrong They look pretty cool mm-hmm. At first I thought Maybe a little geeky But They're kind of growing but now
0: super cool Yeah
1: Although I'm still learning How to play mine So I can't I can't justify getting A third guitar yet
0: Oh yeah we have two I forgot I was like yeah. third But I was like yeah
1: I think I may watch an acoustic mm-hmm. Like a straight up acoustic Yeah
0: That's fine
1: Yeah Oh where is it
0: Yeah it's Sean's thing he gets excited.
1: Well, I'm I'm gonna hold off, but uh, perhaps down the road I'll pick one. Up. I feel
0: like we need to find a. I don't know how to put them up anywhere. What you do with them to properly store them? You know what I mean?
1: Oh, I've got wall mounts for two of them. I
0: know, but PJ said he doesn't put his things on the walls.
1: He's superstitious.
0: Not a little stitious? He, yeah,
1: he, he well, he doesn't want them to fall. Oh yeah. You know, because they're his are worth a lot of money. Not that mine aren't worth a lot of money, but you know, his are. Tri- Thousands oh. of dollars. Oh, our friend Peter Marr, you're gonna.
0: Oh, Christoph, you're gonna <sighs> cringe.
1: So Peter, uh, he's a heck of a guitar player. He's from Newfoundland, and he does. I think a lot. we shared
0: his stuff sometimes, right? People, yeah, know about he, him.
1: he's been on the podcast a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Peter, he's on a little bit of a, a summer tour, so he's got his regular job, but he also has a talent manager who's booking him at shows at like pubs and.
0: Yeah, he plays around town, and it. He's he's really good.
1: He played a private function this past week, and he. He's getting ready and it's like, I don't know, some backyard or something for however many people. And he sets up his his stand to put his iPad on so that he can read his music. And he sets up his guitar and his guitar is on a stand and he turns and looks. And some guy is walking up with uh, bagpipes.
0: Yeah, he's setting up to do – he's
1: another musical act, I presume. But for some reason, Buddy with the bagpipes decides he's going to stand right next to Peter and then he – bumps the the uh, the iPad and it knocks it into he whacks the
0: stand the stand swings flings his iPad off of it onto
1: his brand new guitar he has this this Gibson that he just found and uh, it's called the Northern Artist it's a beautiful acoustic and very rare it's a small run that was made um, for the Canadian market and you know tribute called the Northern Artist and so it's hard to get your hands on. Peter just found it and bought it. And he loves it. Sounds great. Yeah, he's
0: only played it a few times. Fuck.
1: This yeah. Guy. He's been playing it this summer. And that
0: bagpipe guy I had taken his bagpipes and shoved them what, right over his head.
1: pressure ding on the, on the guitar. And you're like, oh my God. And Peter kind of was like, Haha, you know, Ugh. but anyways, so injured I guitar. I,
0: I don't know what I would have done in that moment. I don't know. I probably would have said like. I mean, I couldn't have helped but been like, fuck, man, are you serious? Like, that would have been my reaction. <laughs> Grab his bagpipe and throw
1: it. There. I know. <laughs> Stamp <laughs> it. on it.
0: Suck it, That's That's
1: horrible, bro, bro, you know? You just
0: <laughs> Right? Ugh. Anyways,
1: so, that was a tangent. But... That
0: was a tangent. It's okay. Anyways, that's it for the moment. We're just wrapping up. I had a great vacation and it seems that I'm immune to COVID. When we left, both my girlfriend and my daughter had tested positive and I really had every chance to get it. Just being in the car together for three hours, but... Alas, never
1: got it. Amazing Christoph's genetics. a unicorn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So this seems to be my secret superpower or my blood type. They say type O is less likely to catch it. Ah. They do. Hugs and greetings, Christoph. They do say that because my mom, um, when she heard that, she was like, oh, you know, because she's type O also. She was like, oh. <laughs> um, and even when she's gotten it, it hasn't been as bad for her as for other people. Like she's had it twice. She had it the first time it was, she was like, I was really sick, but it wasn't like, remember Larry said it hurt for him to close and open his eyeballs. We weren't that bad either. We were like, it was sick, but not bad. And then the second time my mom's like, I just thought my allergies were acting up. There you go. There you go.
1: Boy, boy. Uh, just real quick before we wrap it up and talking about COVID. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're on the other side of this pandemic, right? This is episode 126. We've been.
0: Wow. We did this like right at the beginning. We launched it like in April.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, we
0: planned it before pandemic. We're like, okay, we'll start it April.
1: So we talked about the pandemic, or you know, because what else are you going to do? And that's where th- that's the beginning of this the podcast first episodes, yeah. for quite some time. And here Funny. we are 126, maybe 135 weeks well, more, later. Cause
0: yeah, we've skipped some weeks with moving and stuff.
1: Yeah. And, and we're still talking about it, but mm-hmm. I was blown away because, uh, we live in the United States. So you hear about how the American medical um, system is dealing with it now. And boy, oh boy, they're admitting they got a lot of things wrong about masks. Yeah, the masks. CDC,
0: the head of the CDC is like, yeah, we fucked that up. Yeah. I mean, and not, those those are not our terms, but pretty much.
1: Yeah, uh, Rachel, Dr. Rachel Walensky, she's been on a mm-hmm. press I've tour. I've seen her on the news a lot. Yeah, and they're talking about, well, you know, maybe masks were a little uh, bit... Maybe not the best idea. Anyways,
0: but they didn't know either. Like, I have to give them a little bit of grace. I know people want to jump to blame people, especially these days. I don't know why, but we didn't know. Oh
1: yeah, I'm not saying conspiracy. I mean, we Clorox
0: wiped our groceries. Yep. For a while. Better I be know. safe
1: than sorry. You know.
0: Well, we were so terrified, and also we didn't have to leave the house to do things. So we were like, we will just, you know, yeah. wait.
1: But it's amazing where we're at now, mm-hmm. and so they're they're talking about that maybe the masks were uh, controversial, mm-hmm. and and you know that that's interesting. But I just I'm so happy that we're towards I the tail know. end of this, and now it, it, this was the part that I thought was really strange. But I guess because we have great treatments or better treatments and uh, a lot more knowledge about it, is that the CDC is recommending if you contract it, you no longer even quarantine. Go about your business, just wear a mask so that you're not getting, uh, you're not infecting other people. Yeah. And then test again on the fifth day.
0: Yeah, to see if you test negative.
1: But uh, you don't have to quarantine anymore.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I thought, well, oh, that's that's interesting because that goes that flies in the face of everything I've been conditioned to, to think about.
0: Well, everything shifted where it goes against what we were originally taught slash what we thought. Yeah. So because, now it's endemic.
1: Yeah. It's here mm-hmm. to stay. Yeah. But-
0: I knew it would be. After- When they said that the vaccines didn't prevent you from, they didn't help. They helped you not get it as badly. Yeah, but it it was
1: mis-messaging, right? They said, oh, it's uh, to prevent it. And then, but the truth was it was to lessen the severity. Mm -hmm. Anyways, in hindsight.
0: But I was just saying that they first, we first thought that then, or that it was going to be preventative. Then we realized it just lessened how it was going to affect you. So essentially all of that, like you need to get a vaccine. Just... Take care of yours truly, because that's all it actually affects.
1: Yeah, and that's what and, Rachel Walensky was saying is that we really screwed up the messaging. We didn't yeah. do a good job of communicating the proper information mm-hmm. because we didn't want to cause panic. And I was yeah. like, "What?" So you you spread misinformation and
0: yeah, and then people were like, "It made it political, and it was all asshole." Anyway,
1: and so- oh, they asked about that too. They mm-hmm. said, "Do do you regret it? It being politic or no? Was it politicized?" And and it was. She said that coming from uh, not necessarily the White House, but from government officials, mm-hmm. they were trying to steer the narrative so to to get the outcome they want, rather than provide the science. And I thought that's.
0: Fr- I mean, I I don't I'm not not jealous of their job.
1: No, very difficult like, as policymakers. Yeah,
0: and I don't know what their thought process was, and I'm sure they were doing the best. You have to always hope that people are doing their best, but the the vaccine was rolled out poorly and the communication about it was super poor. Then masks and people, you know, wearing like handkerchiefs and us not knowing, you know, a lot of it's because we didn't know.
1: Yeah. We were just, but a lot of members of our community
0: to me, because they're like microbiologists or people in the science spaces as as a whole, were like, it's going to be here to stay COVID, not COVID-19, but COVID as a whole has been around for a really long time. Masks don't do shit. This is silly. People are, they were like, essentially what we're talking about now, they were saying like from the beginning.
1: Well, I still think masks work, you know.
0: Well, it'll stop some of your spittle from going out into the air. But if you're in a virus packed room. Right. It's still going to get you. Yeah. Going to get you. Going to get you, Sean. Going to yes. get you.
1: Anyways, what a long, strange trip we've been on, not to steal someone else's line. But, you know, this has been. Wild, wild. And I'm just so thankful to come out the other end of it. And I know it's not like all of a sudden it's over or it just happened now. It's been going on for a while that we're lessening. Yeah. But, but the
0: stress and the fear and the fuck
1: man it feels like life has, go- has come back to normal. At least where, where my mindset is at. Okay. We're traveling. We're, but
0: we're going to playlist live and like meeting people. And I'm like, I'm prepared to catch COVID.
1: I'm going to catch all five flavors catch all of it. all five. It's like, Run it's like, like Pokemon butterfly. go. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, but like, I'm pretty sure we're going to,
1: I don't think so. I think we're going to be fine. I, I mean, I'm still going to wear a mask on the plane. I don't know. Oh, want-
0: I mean, I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying like, we're going to go and be around a lot of people and I'm fully prepared to catch it. And I'm sure I'll be okay.
1: I'm going to use all my ninja training that I learned over the last two years to avoid the COVID. It's going to come at me. I'm going to uh, yeah. lock it. Oh. Uh, aerosol, mm-hmm. you know, close my eyes when someone's talking so the spittle doesn't get in my eyes.
0: Plug your nose and your ears. Yeah, yeah.
1: This <laughs> What's up with your husband? Oh,
0: he's listening. He just doesn't want to catch COVID.
1: <laughs> That's it. Just put a bubble over my no, head. No, but and- I'm
0: also, I'm like fully prepared to catch COVID. Also, I'm excited to be back doing things like that because I've, it's been so isolating and I don't think, until recently, I don't think I realized just how how isolating it's felt and how hard it's been. Because obviously we also moved, but it's just been difficult to engage with people in the way that I want to, you know, and like even when we were moving, I was trying to see all of my friends like Rocio and Lisa and their boys and like Joanna. And and we were I was meeting everybody outside because we still weren't sure. And yeah, it fucking sucked, man.
1: Well, there you have it. That's, we're back, uh, baby. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the end of the episode, right? We just- Oh,
0: Sean, so yeah, we're ranted
1: done. a little bit at the end here about COVID, but I, I'm excited. I just feel like- Things are
0: opening back up for everybody.
1: Hopefully there's not some new variant this winter that is- There super probably COVID. will be,
0: but hopefully it's just not hard on us and it- people don't have to be super scared because i it. know people are immune compromised they're still scared
1: get your so, sleep
0: yep yeah, take your sleep. vitamins don't let your dog wake you up at 6 45 because then you have to fi- i've been fighting yawns not be not no one's it's my fault because i didn't get enough sleeps. right yeah take your zinc take your vitamin c sleep drink water
1: get some sunshine
0: eat regularly
1: exercise what more do you want you know live life that's what living life is right vitamins and exercise and
0: that's what my life is yeah wake up and do it again yeah okay we love you guys have a wonderful weekend we will see you next time bye Bye.